Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Monster Rabbit podcast, the show absolutely dedicated to discussing Volkswagen Mark 1s. Now, in today's show, my special guest is Mr. James Cooper Ryder. He's very famous on TikTok. He's got a YouTube channel, which is absolutely awesome, very well shot, and uh, tells a lot of his stories there on his YouTube channel. One in particular story I'd love to, hopefully he can tell in today's episode, is the story of how TikTok sent him across the country to pick up a sunbright yellow 1980 early westy rabbit pickup truck i cannot wait to dive into that story and so you guys can hear it here as well as he's got a, a youtube ch uh, video dedicated to that story but hopefully he can talk about it in today's episode and uh yeah he's such an awesome guy and i cannot wait to dive into the episode so let's just go for it enjoy the show you you are a youtuber um what else what else do you do because there's so much to unpack and i, I don't want to like give it all away straight away but could you sort of give the uh, the the guy the people listening to this give them a little description of what you are about and what you do in terms of this community so in the community uh wow it's really weird because I've only been doing this for a few years, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I've, I bought my first rabbit in 20, I think it was late 2019. And this so, is the one that's on the YouTube channel of yours. The, yeah. That's the, that's the tan rabbit. Yes. And I, I should say as well, before yeah. you carry on, I will be putting links to your YouTube channel, your Instagram, everything that we discuss. Sure, yeah, that's, always, that's great. Yeah, it will always be in the show notes below, guys. So if you did want to check that out whilst you're listening, feel free. Sorry, carry on, mate. Yeah, so I've only been doing this for a few years. And everyone on, on like Instagram, like all the Mark One guys like Poplin and Clint, I don't know any of them, believe it or really? not. I've never met them. Um, I've, I've talked to Clint like once and it was because he had a gauge cluster for sale and it's the right one for my uh, yellow pickup, but that was it. Like it was like two messages and that was it. So I like, I don't know anyone. Oh, right. You know? okay. So it's, re it's really weird. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I like, I have a garage full of rabbits and yeah. engine swaps here and there and you know, all this stuff, but like, I don't know. I've never been to Madness. I'm wow. going this year, by the way. But yeah, I've, oh, it's that's like good. I'm so removed from the, uh, the what I would call like the Mark One circle here in the states. Yeah, I've never met anyone. It's really, really weird. Wow. And so, yeah, I guess all of the things that you've done, like you, you've fixed a bunch of stuff, you've bought rabbits and stuff like that. That's all just been done, just you on your own. I know you've you you connected with a guy called Derek, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. Um, yeah, it's just been yep. basically just been you doing your thing. Yeah. So honestly, Derek, uh, his Instagram is one man, no plan. <laughs> he's a riot. <laughs> he is fantastic. Uh, but he's the only guy that I've met from like Instagram, mm. like in this community. He's the only person. Wow. And, uh, gr granted, he was fantastic, like the, like the fantastic first person to meet. But yeah, he's been the only one so far. And he's, he's the really guy wild. with the... He's the got the Largo Blue 1982 Late Westy. 
pickup yeah. truck. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yep, exactly. Yep. He, he also has a, another late Westy pickup. It's white with a VR6 swap. I'll tell you how nice. I met him. It's actually because of my first tan rabbit. I, uh, I engine swapped that immediately. It was a 1.6 diesel when I bought it, and it didn't run for shit. It's, uh, I paid, I think I paid a thousand bucks for it, like not running, quote unquote. Guy mm. was like, yeah, I changed the, uh, the injection pump and the injectors and I just can't get it to run. And he was like pissed about it. So he was in North Carolina, which I'm pretty sure he was pretty close to Poplin. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't know that at the time. But so I drive to North Carolina and buy this thing and drag it back home. And it was a mess no carpet the interior is just missing you know it had seats but the shell was pretty decent uh, and it didn't run so i uh i retimed it that's all it was and i got it to run and it ran like shit <laughs> so i drove it around for a weekend and i thought this thing is awful now this is my first time ever driving a mark one and i absolutely hated it really? uh, but it was because yeah and like the car was so it was on ancient tires, no carpet. It was loud. Everything rattled. Uh, the motor mounts were shot. The engine ran like shit. It was a four-speed. It, it, it wouldn't run uh, 60 miles an hour. So I was like, why would anybody want this? <laughs> True that, my boy. But I, I loved the way it looked. So I was like, okay. Now, that actually wasn't my first Mark One. My very first Mark One was given to me by my uncle and it was an 83 us spec gti nice. now those are getting really expensive here in the states because it was a two-year only i think it was 83 and 84. okay prior to that there was no gti they were all like you know gas diesel whatever you know lls just there was no gti right so my uncle bought that car new in 83, Whoa. drove it until 99, and then parked it because I think he said the brake line rotted out. So this thing was parked on, we actually have a family farm. My dad grew up on a 140-acre cattle farm. Whoa. And it's very close to where I live now. So as a kid, I'm like playing around this old GTI, and I didn't know what it was. So... I literally spent my entire childhood like playing around this car until this was earlier 2019. Um, I said, it's my uncle Craig, he owns it. And I asked him, I said, what are you going to do with that thing? Because it looked good. Mm. And, I, and he was like, honestly, I'm just going to scrap it. Jesus. And I said, oh. <laughs> right. He doesn't care. He hit so my uncle Craig, honestly, if he was evaluated, people like, they would say he's a hoarder (laughs) this man has i swear to god this man has 34 volvos in his backyard what what the fuck so he has uh (laughs) (laughs) well he actually lives on the farm okay so he has 140 acres to play with which is very dangerous for a guy like that (laughs) yeah i bet yeah so uh do you guys know what copart is yeah Uh, yeah i think so yeah Yep. So that's like the salvage auto auction. Yes. Um, so he has uh, like the, the big co-part membership and he just buys cars all the time. Mm. 
So this old GTI didn't mean much to him, even though he drove it for years and bought it new, basically. And so I asked him that day and I was like, what are you going to do with this thing? And he said, I'm going to scrap it. And I said, would you sell it? And he said, oh, hell, if you pull it out of the weeds, I'll give it to you. So I said, done. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we have, it's still a, a functioning farm. So we have tractors and backhoes and stuff. So I dug out a backhoe and I drove it over there and I... <laughs> I chained it up to this rabbit and drug it out of this little area where it was. And I was like enamored by it. Like I, I had never really, really like looked at it so closely, like with any intention of keeping it or saving it. So here we are, you know, I just drug this thing out of the weeds. I'm looking at it. I like went to feel the floor and my hand went right through it. Whoa. So yeah. At, at that moment, I was like, oh, God, this because like from the rockers up, it looked great, but it was it had sat so long. It sunk into the earth and like into the dirt and it was just sitting on dirt. So it rotted all the floors from front to back. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it, it ruined the car. The car was was junk. Oh, that's a shame. Right. So before I pulled it out, I had the great plan of, okay, we'll VR6 swap it. So I bought all these parts and a parts car. So I bought a 98 Jetta with a VR6 from Copart, funny enough. And I had all the parts for the swap at home, but now I didn't have a Mark I that was worth swapping. And that's where I found the tan car. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like a mad scramble back to, at the time, I guess it was uh, Craigslist was where I found the tan car. And then, uh, yeah, we just, my girlfriend at the time and I round trip down North Carolina and back and drug this non-running rabbit home. And I thought, okay, well, here it is. This isn't the GTI, but I guess it'll work because <laughs> it was a <laughs> four-door base model, not cool. Uh, the, the GTI was white. It looked great. This car was the color of a manila folder, you know, just not cool. Right. <laughs> But I actually really grew to love the color of the of the tan rabbit. It's very fitting, you know, 84. It's nice. Thought. It complements. I like it, man. You know, yeah. Like, I, it really grew on me. But at the time, I was, like, pissed because it wasn't the white GTI. <laughs> yeah. But, you. like, at that time, I already couldn't afford a GTI. So that was my, my only real option. So, anyways, that's how that car came to be. And then, like I said, I got it home, got it running, drove it, hated it, and then just tore it apart. And then that's when I VR6 swapped it. Wow. Yeah. And that's amazing. That is awesome. Yeah, and that was, uh, so that was my first real dive into everything Volkswagen. You know, yeah. like that was my yeah, first yeah. real pair of Volkswagens, talking about the, the Mark III VR6 donor. And then I had this tan mark one. So I tore both cars apart at the same time. Uh, and at the time I didn't have the garage. So I was working behind my parents' house on a concrete slab. So right. there was no garage involved. <laughs> I would you, man. out there on the nice days. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, I just kind of fought my way through it and I got it done. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people talk about doing that. And they, they don't, or they won't finish it because they get hung up. And I, I, there were so many moments like that, you know, where I just about threw in the towel because I couldn't figure X, Y, Z thing out, you know. But I, uh, 
that was, I think I got the car drivable in early 2020. And uh, yeah, I put about 10,000 miles on that car with the swap. I've nice. seen the videos, man. There's, I think you had like, mo- is this the one where you had multiple people in it driving it and you filmed their <laughs> experience? Yes. Yep. That is cool. It's an absolute riot. Everybody that drives it just, you know, because it looks stock. It's on the stock wheels. It's the stock ride height. Uh, but it's once you drive it, it's like, what the hell? This thing is so fast. Like a little sleeper. <laughs> Absolutely. It is the embodiment of a sleeper. Wow. And obviously, so cool, you talk about have it's obviously like some sentimental value there. Like you said, you said early on that you're, you know, you used to play in this GTI of your uncle's early on as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what else about the Volkswagens, especially the Mark 1s, were you sort of drawn to? Um, you mentioned that you fat, you know, that you liked the look of them. Was there anything else that just drew you towards them? I don't know about Mark 1 specifically. Honestly, it didn't really start happening until I had that GTI at home. Right. And I, I just like kept looking at it and like messing with it. And of course I pulled that car apart too to salvage whatever I could off of it before I got rid of it. Um, but it was, it was in that time doing the research about the engine swap and learning about people like Clint and, you know, guys that have been doing this for years. And at that point I was like, I learned about the community. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. The community of people behind these cars. And that's what sold me. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, learning about the guys that are into this, you know, way more so than I was at the time, and I thought I want to be a part of that. Yeah, I, I don't sick. know about you, Aaron, but for me, I think what's in keeping this fire ignited is knowing that there is a whole bunch of other people that are fighting the same battles with these Mark Ones, going through the same shit like with exchanging the same stories or similar stories and swapping parts and helping each other out. I don't know what, what has been. Bro, for, honestly, for me, I just feel like it's just a big, we're all just a big circus of clowns, man, trying to keep these things <laughs> on the road. Like, honestly, <laughs> like it's a fucking disaster, man. Like, but we yeah. like, it's like, we've still done it, but that's all that. Like, honestly, I look at my car and I'm just like, Oh, fucking hell, man! Like every fucking, even when it is running, I'm like that. Like I come <laughs> it out in the morning. Feels like, but, it almost feels uh, like we're all in a burning building together. We're like bro, trying to slow the burn. That's what it's like, <laughs> man. I'm just like, why are we all doing this to our man? Like I honestly come out. Like I used to go out to go to work, and I used to look at the car, and I used to just be like. Oh, why have not just took my girlfriend's car? Fuck, <laughs> yeah, sick, man. Mate, like, like, this piece of shit. Like, honestly. And my fucking caddy is quite nice as well. Like, it's not like it's fucking rough. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Right. Like, a nice truck. You drove really nice. And yeah, I still nice was like that. <laughs> I still was like that. And I was just yeah. like, fuck off, man. Like... <laughs> It's just honestly way I've to been, kill the mood. Doing cars so long, bro. Eh? Like I just walk out to whatever car that I'm working on at the time. It's the same yeah. when I had my Honda, mate. I used to walk out in the morning at six o'clock in the morning, or just before that, right? Because my work's like a mile down the road. It was about maybe like quarter to six. I used to walk out. My Honda's on hydraulics, so it slammed at the ground. 
outside my house, not in the driveway because it was too loud to start. You know, like uh, just somehow that extra five meters took the noise away. And then <laughs> I was like, right, the, the street is silent. Right. Now I'm going to open the door. If I opened it because it's so low, fucking pavement, it would scrape off the like the door. So that would be like, oh, better fucking watch what I'm doing. Then I was like, but it's like quarter to six and I'm, you're like a fucking zombie then. Like, so you're like getting in the car. I'm sitting in the seat. I'm like, fucking hell. But then I've got to start it <laughs> and it's loud as fuck. And I'm like, oh man, my head's fucking pounding already. And then I'm fucking putting the hydraulics up and that. And bro, hydraulics are cool at all times, except at six in the morning when you're going to work like <laughs> all times bro i'll support anyone that goes i'm putting hydraulics on something i'll be like right cool i'll be around in five i'll help you do it <laughs> but see when you've got like and it's the same with a truck man i go out and i'm like let me sit in it and then i'm like all right need to pull the choke out like i'm in my racing seat I'm like, right, I'll get the fucking choke pulled out, right? Let's try and start this thing. Warming up the like, carburetor. Yeah, man. And I'm like, if it's a cold day, I'm like, for a fucking 20 minutes. Then I've flooded it. And I'm like, fuck, now I'm late for work because if somehow, even though I'm a mile away, I'm late. And then I'm like, still look like, but I flooded the carb. So then I'm sitting there or like the windows are all frozen, but the car's so fucking old. Dead. Like you have to wait before it even starts defrosting anything, and I'm like, oh, like please just give me a normal car. <laughs> like I see people driving these like 2022 fucking Golf GTIs and that, and I'm like, I bet you he doesn't have as many problems as me in the morning. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he'll yeah, be turning that. his heated steering wheel and that on, man, <laughs> and he'll just be in the car, like, right, let's go to work, yeah. like right up the road. And I'm like, fuck, and hell, man, like, <laughs> yeah, this is so hard, man. Like, but it becomes so hard. Let okay, okay, but when you go to like a car show or if you even go and food shopping. Oh. You get out of that caddy, yeah, man, close amazing. the door. I guarantee you'll look back about five oh. times. All day long, of course I do, man. But it's like it, you'd be insane not to. But it's just and like when you're driving in the car park and everyone's looking at you, that's like coming out the shop and that, like, oh yeah, cool, man. <laughs> and then, but then the other problems like getting out the car park to go to the shop because like five people will come and speak to you. And you're like, dude, I'm just here to get, like, fuck me. Like, I'm just here to get a bottle of water, man. Like, <laughs> fuck, Christ. Like, and you're there for, like, 40 minutes. Like, like, like petrol stations are the same. Every, there's always someone that wants to be in the petrol station if you've got yeah. one of those trucks. Yep. Spe- I don't know, like, that's worldwide. Over in the States, but I can <laughs> yep, speak nope, to the worldwide. UK. Fuck me. Like, you're just filling the shop. That guy, because always an old guy, man, in his 50s. <laughs> and he comes over and he goes, Ah, uh, nice truck, son. Like blah, and you're like, yep. Like, and then you're just like, and <laughs> your head, just keep walking, old man. Like, just like, <laughs> just keep walking. And then he's like, I had one of these. And they're like, fuck, like insane. Like, that's him. He's talking. Like, and you're like standing there, like, and folk are waiting in the queue again in Barrel Station and shit. And you're like. But bro, like I want to go and pay for my fuel, but I'm having to talk to this guy because I'm wasn't raised like that. Like I've yeah. got to talk. Like I have to be a polite cunt. 
Like, <laughs> that's what oh, it's man. like, man. For me, like, that's what the world of cars... Like, my Honda, bro, I used to go to the Pearl stations. Honestly, man. Every person. How does the suspension work? Everyone. Everyone. Because hydraulics are not a thing <laughs> over here. So no one has a clue how that works. But surely you can't drive it like that. I'm like, well, I'm glad that you've got eyes. Because that's clearly the case. <laughs> like, I'm obviously not going to get... Like, how do you get got it here? Jesus. Jesus. Well, okay. I guess, honestly, man, <clears throat> you've been driving old pieces of shit as long as I've been doing it. It fucking starts. It gets Trust me. You're like, <laughs> fucking hell, man. It's because so many, it's because it's two different worlds, right? We live in a world where we all and we have like all these other projects, like Mark Ones and every older car where you modified or you've you work on it all the time and shit and then there's the other side right there's the other world where literally like people just don't even think about their car they just get in their car and drive to work mm-hmm. and like they've got a corsa and they just drive to work and they and they go home and they don't they literally they don't even look anything further than just like i'm going outside or or you need to go to the shops all right, I'll just, I'll just take the car down just now. Like, that's it. Like, they don't, mm-hmm. like, we live in a full different world. And yeah. that's what makes it. It's just cool. an appliance. Yeah, you know, man. It's, they it's just, just... It like, like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, the car's, uh, I'll need to go and get payroll for the car. That's all they're bored about. Like, <clears throat> oh, the car needs its MOT. And then they spend all, kind of like, oh, that's when all the money gets spent because they're like, oh, you need this, 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 and this. And that's it. Like, that's yeah. the only expense yeah. in, like, in the year. And then, like, their service. And it's crazy to think, like, how simple life would be if that was what you had. <laughs> like, we're like, yeah, so, like there, there, <laughs> there are days I'm like, I really want that kind of life. Well, and to be honest with you, that's why I have six cars. You know, well, I, I had a 2004 Honda Odyssey that I drove every day for oh, two and a half years. Love and it was, the, it was the fucking greatest. I paid 800 bucks for it. And I drove it for, like, 55,000 ish miles, never had a problem. I mean, that was the best cheap fucking car I've ever Hondas had. Hondas are fucking, the older Hondas, I, man, are fucking so. Yeah. It ran perfectly. It was clean. Like, it was just, it was everything I could ask. I could tow with it. Um, but actually, that's... so I, I think Dan might remember that's when our, so this is like the third time we've had to reschedule this podcast. Mm. And the first time, uh, I think that night I got hit. Oh, dude! Van. I was gonna say you got you yeah. had a car crash, um, right? Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was so that van. let me just say. Um, so the first time we scheduled to do this podcast with James, um, I think you the the day before you had yep. a car crash. Yep. Tell us about it. Yep, it oh. was that van. So, uh, yeah. So I told you about the van, 04 Honda Odyssey, which I bought as a joke. <laughs> I bought that thing <laughs> as a joke. And it had, it Jesus Christ, it had 211,000 miles on it when I bought it. And I drove it back home and I thought, why, why did I just do that? Like, that was dumb. Uh, but I have, <laughs> like, this, this was the day after New Year's Day. And we had joked about, me and my friends were together that night for New Year's Eve. And we were like, man, wouldn't it be great if we had, like, a minivan we could just throw around the town, hit all the bars. And I was oh, like, that there. would be fun, wouldn't it? So I went and bought one the next day. <laughs> I've been there, dude. 
bought some bullshit that we were talking about the night before. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, I buy, I buy this thing as a joke. I end up loving it, right? Like I was gonna keep it for a few months and just sell it. What it was so cheap, like who cares? Well, no, I drove it for two, for two and a half years and put almost sixty thousand miles on it, and I drove it. I drove this thing every day. Like I drove it everywhere. I loved it. So I uh, that Saturday before our first scheduled um, podcast, mm. I was sitting in traffic on a, a four-lane interstate on an exit ramp. And it is notorious around there. Like, traffic always comes to a nosedive. People get hit all the time. So my girlfriend and I were together, and we got stopped, no problem. And I look in the rearview mirror, and I see another Honda Odyssey just barely miss me turn like swerves around my right side and behind him was a relatively new chevy malibu and they didn't have a chance so they slammed right into me so they totaled their car they hit the other honda they hit my honda i mean it it was a disaster so how were you what did you did you get any whiplash or any injuries or anything no no injuries thankfully uh those those bands are pretty safe, as it turns out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was bad enough. Like the Malibu that hit us, because they hit me first. Uh, it blew every bag, every airbag in the front of the Malibu, crumpled up the hood. I mean, it was a mess. Like they had to drag it off the road with a wow. tow truck. Fuck. Yeah, thankfully my van was in better shape than that. Didn't blow any bags. Um, I mean, it it broke the tie rod somehow, so the the two front wheels were not aligned anymore basically yeah uh so they had to drag it off the road too but it fared a lot better than that malibu did (laughs) wow but they were doing probably 60 65 when they hit me and i was at a dead stop oh man it was was terrifying that must have been a fucking shock to the system yeah well especially watching it happen too yeah oh geez (laughs) that was that was wild yeah it's like apparently um, it's quite common to throw up straight after you've had an impact like that, isn't it? Dan, I was so fucking mad that my really? van had just gotten hit. I was so mad. I, I, I strung together the most colorful, you know, few curse words I could come up with. Yeah. And my girlfriend looked at me and I said, are you okay? And she said, I'm fine. I said, good. So I get out. I fucking kick the door shut. I, this is like a movie moment. And I like storm over to this Malibu, right? Like who, like you sons of bitches hit my car. I was so mad. And then I realized just how bad off they were. They were okay, right? Yeah. But I realized like their, all their bags were blown and their car was like in shambles. So I was oh. like, oh, okay, maybe they got it a little worse than I realized. So oh, shit. But yeah, like that first like 30 seconds, I was so goddamn mad that they just ran into my van like that, you know, because they weren't paying attention. Yeah. So I I was just so mad. You just saw red. Um, Yeah, exactly. I was just so irritated that they weren't paying any attention. Because like I said, this was a big interstate. This is a big, it's like, it's a two lane exit ramp. There's people everywhere. I mean, it was a, it was a nightmare. Jeez. And I'm still fighting the insurance about that deal. You know, even really? though it's like cheap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Christ. 
Yeah, so in Columbus, Ohio, which is where that accident happened, uh, they will not write a police report unless someone's hurt. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that is some bullshit because that screwed all of us. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Well, um, yeah, so um, even, yeah, I had photos of everything that happened in the Malibu and you know where it landed versus my van and they uh they argued with me for a week that their car didn't hit me and their car being the insurance agent of the, the Malibu. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I tell you. Uh, so, it's a fucking nightmare. Crashing is not fun. I must say I've uh, I wrote my GTI off in 2019 and uh it was, man. I bent the chassis legs and everything at the front. It was wow. fucked, like brand new as well. Uh, I'd bought it. it. was a nineteen plate. I had it for ten months or something. And I fucking honestly, man, caned three cars. Jeez. And I fucking wow. man, the thing was fucked, mate. Ten and a half grand's worth of damage. They said. Whoa! Just wow. on my, just on my car. <laughs> Just on your car. Just on my car. The other three cars, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the amount of damage was overall because, uh, but bro, I ended up with a fractured hip. Uh, really? And, like that, I smashed ribs and I had a wee, like, small bleed to the brain and shit. Jeez, oh my God. Fucked, man. Like, fucked because my airbag never went off. Wow. And, uh, it must have been where the sensors are placed. Like where I've hit my first initial impact, bro. I hit it so hard that I smashed the back window. Really? Smashed really? the back window, bro. So like the whole side of the car crumbled in. Like the door crumbled, so you couldn't open it. It was a five door. Like it all crumbled down the side, but I'd hit it front on, and uh, none of the airbags went off, and the back window smashed. And I had my one year old wow. in the car with me. She oh was in the God. back. So I was obviously like, the first thing I was sitting, like, I smashed my face, like, against the steering wheel and that, because my airbag never fucking went off. So I was fucked. And then, uh, wow. like, I was all bruised and shit. And then, um, and obviously I had a bit of concussion and all that type of good shit. And, uh, but I had my leg was, all, like, I must have hit the clutch. I honestly don't remember. It, was, it happened, like, it's so weird, because it happened so fast, but it was, like, in slow motion. And it obviously, the, the impacts came right up my leg and it fractured my hip bone. And uh, I, the car deadlocked itself. So I couldn't fucking get out, right? So I was fucking raging. Like, because my daughter's, like, I turned around. She's in her seat. She she doesn't know what to do. She's opened her mouth. Bloods came out. Oh. And I was like, my God. Fuck. She's one year old. Jesus like, Christ, you know what I mean? man. Like, I'm like, shit. She's not even crying yet because she doesn't even know what the fuck's just happened. But she was in one of those big safe seats. So, like, lucky not, it never ended up, like, no broken bones or anything like that. Wow, so I can't yeah. get out of the car. So I'm fucking ended up, like, fucking elbowing through the window and everything. Like, I was fucking trying to smash the window. Whoa. And then I've, I've, like, sat along in my seat and I've started to kick the door. Like, one foot, I had one foot behind, like, the door, the wee handle on the inside of the door to try and have it, like, always trying to open. And I was just kicking and kicking and kicking the door. And eventually, don't know what happened, but the door eventually comes open, right? So then I'm, like, out, and I'm, like, right, fucking hell. 
So I've not even noticed that I'm fucked because of adrenaline and everything going on. I've walked right round, same thing as like you, like kicked my door shut right round. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm trying to fucking open my back door to get my daughter out, but it's all crumbled shut. But it's like smashed the window. So I've ended up having to just unbuckle her through the window and lift her right through the window. Oh my God. I was like, I was like, I'm not going to fucking leave her in there. It's like the middle of a busy ass road. I was like, I'm a fuck. So I was like, just, I picked her up. The guy in front of me, honestly, man, I remember it to this day. He went to shout at me. And I was like, dude, I was like, before you do that, I was like, I understand I've crashed. I was like, but if you fucking shout at me right now, I was like, I promise you, this crash is not going to be what you're going to have to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, words. like, and he was just like, yeah. silence. He was just like, right. And I was like, go and fucking stand at the side of the road. I was like, like everyone else. And he was just like, like, honestly, the guy was like, in, like, honestly, in silence. He was just like, oh. like, he went to shout. I could see his face like, oh. and I just went, don't even fucking bother me. Like, oh my God. And he was honestly, man. So I got my daughter out, got to the side of the road. Turns out she just bit the back of her tongue. So it looked obviously really bad, but it sure, turned out yeah. he was totally fine. It was just, bro, that's the safety of car seats. I tell you right now. Buy yourself a good car seat if you've got kids. Fucking makes yeah. all the difference. I know it's like, oh, but I'll not crash, but just fucking in case. Right? Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, um, it honestly made a big difference. And I was fucked, like, and ended up having to go to the hospital and shit. But I tell you right now, the car was absolutely trashed. Like, and it was a wow. fucking brand new car, and it was trashed, man. Like, all the the other two dudes that I crashed into, they were completely sound. They just came up to me and were like, "Are you all right?" And that I was like, "Man, well, like, no. <laughs> bro." I was like, "I'm I'm all right, man." Like, cheers, like, because they were honestly, they were like, "Don't worry about it." Like, it happens. I was wow. like, "Brilliant!" And then I had the the last. Wow. Then I had the third guy, the guy that I told to fuck Jeez, off, basically. Sure. Yeah, and he was not. Yeah, happy. I, I don't know about you, but like the the two things that stick with me from that wreck. Are the sound and the smell? Yeah, man. The, the sound, sound is, is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's fucking man. unbelievable. The sound is so loud. Yeah, but it's, it's like unbelievable so like, the way it it's sounds. Right into your ears, and you're like, yeah, like, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, and like, the other... I've been in a few wrecks, but I've never been hit like that before. Like, I, I hit a deer once, uh, and yeah, like, yeah. It, I wasn't going very fast. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, and I've been hit also at a dead stop before, but they weren't going 65. <laughs> yeah, man, I get you. So, like, bet- between the sound and the smell, it was very, it was crazy. Like, I mean, it's like you hear the sound, unbelievable amount of noise. Crazy. And then you man. smell, like, the coolant and the hot yeah. water. And it's, it's crazy, like, the way, it, the way it, like, hits you. It's, it's from every angle, too. It's, it's like an explosion. That's what yeah, it's like. Yeah. That's how it feels. Like it's like an explosion. You're like, what the fuck? Like, and yeah, yeah. And you have it's... no idea what's going on. What's going on? You're like, is what? Like, you're in shock. You're like, is that just happened? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then that's you. They're like, you're just sitting there for like a second, and you're like, what the? Fuck? And then. Well, and the other funny thing is too. There's the sound of the wreck, and then the music that's still playing. Really. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, mate. Like, that's uh, right. My radio was still on, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" 
Jeez. Yeah, my girlfriend like reached over and just like turned the volume down. Like, yeah, we're not doing this now. <laughs> I was like, because like I, we, I just sat there for it, like a second, you know, like just staring out the windshield, like, holy shit, that just happened. And of course, like whatever the hell we were listening to is Whoa. still playing. <laughs> Bro, I remember that exact same shit. Like this, the radio yeah. is still going and somehow your car's fucked, but the radio's completely fine and every car that crashes <laughs> radio's totally sound and it just is what's still playing and it, or it's got louder and you're like i'm sure it wasn't as loud as that before and you're like just turn it you just turn it off or down and you're just like yeah, shut up man. i'm <laughs> i'm fucking raging <laughs> yeah. guys i feel so tense after listening to that now <laughs> i just pictured everything Bro. that you guys have been talking about and i'm i feel so tense and worried yeah, about yeah, driving. Zero home. out of ten. Don't don't recommend. I tell you now, I would be scared <laughs> to crash properly in the truck. Oh absolutely. Because yeah. you are dead. And it is interesting because um we just uh had the peak dis episode with Winfred and he was just saying look I don't I don't go fast in the rabbit because if you go fast and you crash you're dead. Like that yeah, is- right, no, absolutely man. Absolutely. My brother rides motorcycles. He has, uh, I think right now, five or six. He always buy and sell, you know. The first time he rode in my VR6 swapped rabbit, he said, I am safer on a motorcycle. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I've, I've thought about getting rid of that car just because of that. I mean, even mm. though it's like the old slow 12-valve VR6, that car is still, it like wants you to go fast. Mm, you know, yeah, it just yeah. wants you to like play with fire. It's mm-hmm. like just lean into that gas because, of course, it sounds great. It sounds amazing, and it is pretty fast, and it's fun, and it's really hard to control yourself. And I don't have mm. any other fast cars, so that's it. Yeah, I feel you. Man. So I like I have to watch it in that thing because I know if I reckon I'm dead. Yeah, it's sad. It's scary to think fun. that you don't think about it a lot, but. <laughs> When you actually look around it and you're sitting inside it, you're like, hmm, not really got a lot yeah. to protect me on this motherfucker. Like, yeah, no, yeah, the, the, the door is an inch and a half thick. Holy shit. Like, shit, <laughs> if something hits me at fucking 30, I'm dead. Never mind anything else. Like, <laughs> well, the dashboard yeah. on the on the UK caddies and the golfs, the dashboards are made out of cardboard, aren't they? Yes, yeah. It's ridiculous. I, uh, uh, do I think the later ones, the later US rabbits are, I think they're... Like vinyl wrapped plastic, like a hard EDS right. plastic. But the early ones, yeah, dude, they're just cardboard. Dude, mine's cardboard. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we're just going to take a short break so that I can reset myself and uh, just take a minute to breathe. And we'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Monster Rabbit Podcast. If you're enjoying today's show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can do this by hitting the plus button or the follow button. And make sure you hit the notification bell. That way you'll be the first to know when I release a brand new episode. To support the show, you can always leave a five-star rating or a written review, depending on what podcast platform you're using. Remember, if you like the podcast, you'll love the YouTube channel. You can show your support by subscribing and sharing the YouTube channel with all your Mark One buddies. All links to the socials will be in the show notes below. We're back, and and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sort of 
change course of the the podcast. Yeah, because we're just talking stop. shit. Yeah, let's not talk about death or um, crashes. Let's, <laughs> let's Dan's keep getting fucking anxiety over here. Yeah, we keep I'm talking about this shit. I'm just yeah, like, guys, oh, I'm man. getting a little sweaty, so I think it's time to change the topic. <laughs> yeah, James, let's talk about the firehouse. Can you tell us about that? Where, how you got it? Why? What the purpose of it, and your experience so far with it? Because it is such a cool space. I'm so yeah, jealous so, of what you've absolutely. Okay, so here's how it started. So I grew up in a really small town about 40 minutes directly east of Columbus, Ohio. And in this town, of course, you know, I've been here my entire life. I'm 24. So I've, I've like walked past this building for 20 plus years. And I, I never really paid much attention to it. You know, all through my childhood, it was the fire department. So years go by, uh, the fire department moves, they build a brand new building and this place gets sold. I'm standing in it right now. So <laughs> it feels Amazing. natural to say this place. So this place sells, um, all the windows get boarded over so you can't see in and no one knows what happens to it. So that was, at this point, that was eight years ago. Okay. So I, uh, I guess it was about, man, that was a year ago. Sorry, I'm trying to remember all the dates. I bought this garage in 2020. So it was early 2020. Uh, my parents were talking about building a garage at home. And I like, I was like, well, what if you just bought one? You know, like instead of building, would you just bought one, you know? And I was like, what about the firehouse? You know, like kind of making a joke about it. So that same day, my brother and I are walking uptown and we go into the town office and just ask them, I said, who owns that old building? And they said, oh, it's Joe. And I said, okay, Joe who? You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Joe, that guy, sure. <laughs> well, at the end of the street is a pizza shop. And at the time, Joe owns a pizza shop too. That is one building over from my garage. So I go into the, the shop that night and I, I asked for Joe and I said, Joe, I, I was like, what are you doing with that garage? You know, I like introduced myself, like trying not to make it weird. And he's like, do you have an order to pick up? You know, and I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, your garage, like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, do you want to sell it? And he totally brushed me off. He's like, no, no, it's, it's full of my kids stuff. He's got like six kids in college, you know, it's, you know, of all different ages, but it's full of their stuff basically. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to sell it. So I, I pestered Joe for about six months. And in the meantime, this place comes up for sale. Believe really? it or not, it was listed, but it, there was a contingency. He was trying to sell the pizza shop. So to anybody who bought the pizza shop, had they had first dibs on this garage. Now, he wanted a lot for the shop. And I wasn't going to buy that just so I could get the garage, you know. So I'm still working on Joe through all of this. Like, come on, just sell me the garage. And finally, one day, he's like, fuck it. Let's go look at it. I about fell over when he said that. Because like, I was just <laughs> expecting a no, you know. Yeah. So he, he finally brings me in here and shows me around and it's rough. Uh, as it turns out, the fire department was two buildings. They kept all their gear and trucks in this one. And there's one across the street where they 
they stayed. So it has, it's finished with plumbing and everything. Uh, but this garage was half town office and half uh, just a garage, you know, for trucks, ambulance, everything. Wow. So the upstairs at the time was actually a CrossFit gym. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird old building. Nobody knows how old it is, but it's all concrete and metal. So it's, it's built well. So we finally negotiated a price and he told me what he wanted and it like, it was cheap, especially for like 2020 with, I don't know how things were in the UK, but Fuck. at least here in, yeah, yeah I, I figured it would be, but here in the States, I mean, real estate exploded in 2020. So knowing like I probably couldn't afford it, he tells me what he wanted for it. And it was way, way less than I was expecting. So I was like, yep, I'll buy it. <laughs> wow. So it was just, uh, it just kind of fell together. And yeah, so I actually bought the place from Joe in uh, December of 2020. So at the time, you know, I told you I built that tan rabbit outside behind my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like miserable and done with that. Like I hated working outside and I was like, I've got to get a shop of some sort because my brother and I are both really into cars and bikes and everything. So I was like, I've got to find something. And that's how I, uh, I talked to Joe and selling me this old garage. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's honest. And there's videos on YouTube of, of you sort of renovating it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. So when I first bought it, I showed how it looked, uh, like how the office had paneling and like carpet, and it was fucking really gross, drop ceiling. Uh, and there was a little build-out room here on the main floor where they kept oxygen tanks. Wow. So they had they had it kind of blocked up a little bit, but I took everything out. I gutted it, basically. Mm. But I show all that in the video, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a cool and and all the sort of doors are working still. You can sort of like open it all yeah. up. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's there's three main overhead doors, and uh, the office side there's two massive windows, and just a man door. That's amazing. Do you think so you I can live a, in it? I have a beetle parked. Well, that was the intention. Um, when I looked at it initially, I I just assumed it had like sewer, you know, like a bathroom. Right. It doesn't. So that's partly why it was so cheap. It has water, gas, and electric, but no sewer, which is crazy. I mean, it's been here forever. You know, like, I don't know at what point they weren't like, yeah, fuck it, we'll just run a sewer line to it, but they never did. Could you ever sell? How'd you do that? I could. I actually asked the town about that, and they quoted me like 20 grand. Wow. That's the fuck off price is yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's like, we don't want to mess with it. Because the guy was like, it was one of the old hunched over townsmen. And he's like, I, you know, that's going to be a lot of work. Mm. So I'm putting <laughs> the bill for it. So can we get it going? Yeah. Wow. Clearly didn't want anything to do with it. So that's, you know, that's kind of where the project on the building stopped. So what's, what was your intention? Not intentions, but what? What was the plan early on then before buying this 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 old firehouse? Like, do, did you want to have it to store vehicles in as well as work on vehicles? Live. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to live upstairs and have the entire downstairs like it is now. It's full of cars. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. That, that is the dream, isn't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. exactly. And I was like, as a kid growing up, that's what I like always like jokingly thought about. And I was like, oh my God, I could actually do it now. <laughs> like Brian Earl Spilner just living in the fucking cupboard, the stock room in the, <laughs> at the bloody shop. With, what's his name? The guy that works there. You work for Harry. Harry, right? Harry, right? <laughs> you were just fine. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So like my my original intention was to block off the upstairs or like at least half of it, make it an apartment for me to live in, mm. because this place is pretty big. It's uh, it's sixty one by thirty six. Mm. So it's pretty good. I think that's like twenty two hundred square foot of floor. Yeah. So you're pretty much you're you would pretty much be Han of Tokyo Drift. <laughs> like literally you'd have a garage with like beds and shit in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a cool place. Like there's old brick, there's an old chimney that looks amazing. Like of course, I don't know again over in the UK, but like recently there's been a big movement here in the US where that like rustic um I guess rustic's not quite the right word, but that um Jeez, oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? That like industrial era, yeah, is coming back. It's like it's cool to have exposed brick and like yeah. this multi-filament Edison style bulbs and stuff. Like that's really in. Like have a. And like a I New had York I had City all York. kinds of plans to do that in here. Like a New but... York City loft. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. yeah. The upstairs is gorgeous. I bet. I'll send you some photos of it. It's really cool looking. Yes, please do. Yeah, Harry, I need Nas. And Harry, I need, I need, I need Nas. Nas. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Tell me what's the secret I'm missing and I'm on combo. Oh, man. Fucking <laughs> yeah, man. I know that film word for word. Trust me. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the story of the firehouse. That's pretty yeah, cool. That's and how what, the firehouse came to be. Yeah. What um what vehicles have you got in there at the moment? And and I'm sure straight after this we're gonna t- you're gonna tell the story of the sunbright yellow early yeah, this is a segue. Yeah. So currently definitely. it's my eighty four rabbit with the VR six. There's mm-hmm. a seventy one super beetle in here next to it. That's my brother's. Amazing. So of course super this was supposed to be my space, Amazing. right? <laughs> supposed to be my garage. Yeah. So there's a seventy one super beetle, that's my brother's, naturally. There's an 88 Ford Mustang. That's also my brother's. Wow. There is a, I think this is an 81 Porsche uh, 924 Turbo. Nice. Also my brother's. Is he paying <laughs> <Now that's>, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Probably not enough, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, now from like my stuff, I have a, an 83 Mercedes uh, 300D. Mm-hmm. The old W123 chassis. Yep, yep. I've got one of those. Of course, my yellow 1980 pickup, and then I have a red 1980 pickup as well. Now this that's is, not yours. Uh, is that's you're looking at right? Yeah. This someone, this is yeah. not mine. Uh, his name is VR6 Kevin on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So I I told Aaron. Yeah. This truck was closer to me than it was. Kevin lives in North Carolina. Dude, like, can I just say, Kevin has been helping me out on Instagram, like, in the DMs. 
back and forth. Oh, yeah. No, he, Kevin's a great guy. Yeah, he Kevin's a great dude. He's so kind. And with, he's so, he is. He's like, very nice. He was helping me because I had the, the issue with my blinkers were too fast. And he was, he literally spent so long telling, talking <laughs> me through stuff, showing me things with wiring, sending me videos of his, um, his rabbit. I think he's got, yeah, it's such a nice vehicle. Yeah. Was, Kevin, yeah, Kevin is super nice. He is such a nice guy. So shout out to Kevin. You're the, yeah. you're the man. Yeah, you're Kevin's the OG great. man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. Yeah, so he reached out to me, and this is crazy because I've never met Kevin, so, which is wild. But he reaches out to me back in, I think it was July of last year. And I had looked at this truck for sale on Facebook for like a couple weeks, and it never sold. And I was like, oh, if I had the money, I would buy that. So Kevin messages me on Instagram, and he's like, hey, man, um, this might seem a bit weird, but give me a call. <laughs> and he tells me about this red truck for sale in Indiana. <laughs> I was like, hang on, I'm gonna stop you right there. I like told him all about it. I was like, oh yeah, the the red one that comes with the engine swap. And he's like, oh boy. <laughs> so we, we we laughed about that. And he's like, well, I pretty much bought it, but I don't have a way to get it back. And he right. said, I know you've got room. He said, I'll pay you to pick it up and store it. So that I went and picked this thing up for Kevin. Um, and that's how it ended up here. Now, of course, it came in pieces. It came in seven totes. There's really? no engine in it. Yeah. I, uh, I have a 1995 F-250, Ford F-250 that I went and picked it up with. And when I got back, the bed of my truck was full of parts. And so was the bed of the red truck. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So, so Kevin actually paid me to put the, the original 1.6 back in it. And then, uh, Fast forward a few months, my brother had a 98 Jetta TDI. So it was a 1.9 turbo diesel. Mm -hmm. Well, that car was rotted out really badly. He bought it on the cheap from an auction, uh, but it wasn't worth driving. You know? I mean, it, like if you wrecked, you would die kind of thing. Mm. <laughs> but it ran great. Like the engine ran perfectly. So I told Kevin about it and I said, you know what, because the one six I put back in his red truck really wasn't running very well. I retimed it and did a bunch of work to it. And it just never, like, it wasn't as good as I was hoping. Right. So long story short, I'm swapping in the, the 1.9 TDI into his red truck. Right. So, and yep. this red truck is, is that an early Westie as well? It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this not. thing is actually Tabasco red. Yeah. Which I think Clint talked about. I think he wanted a Tabasco red truck. This thing Probably. is Tabasco red with uh, with lipstick red interior. So it's red on red. It's mm, very uh, nice. You know, it's choice. But <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm very jealous because it's very nice. We can we can touch on the interior colors very briefly because I still get like messages because obviously everybody knows I've just picked up that early Westy rabbit from Brighton. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. I know you've like always wanted one. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because I put up, uh, you know, photos and everything. Everybody knows it's a it's a, a 1.6 automatic and it has yeah. black interior. The black yeah. interior, everybody from America is going crazy about saying, oh, man, don't don't get rid of that black interior. And I'm like, dude, it's But going. you want the tan. I want the tan. I've always wanted yeah. the tan. I wanted to do tan with the caddy, the interior, just purely because, and Aaron will say the same, like it's very yeah. rare to find 
any other ve- any vehicle here in the UK with a different color interior. Like you guys were so spoiled over there in the US with all yeah. those different colors. Like I didn't realize the difference between the yeah. American rabbits and the European like caddies yeah. and golfs. I didn't realize that you guys didn't get them until later. And yeah. that they were like very like numb versus what we had here in like 1980, especially with all the different colors and exactly. interior options. And yeah, you guys got like what the caddy and the caddy sport. Yeah. And probably black yeah. interior on both. I don't, I don't know about yeah. the caddy sport. Yeah. Yeah. on both. Yeah. So if you think about it from my point of view, yes, I've got this American truck and yes, for, um, for a US truck, black interior is quite rare. But for that truck to be here in the UK, it's it's just the black interior isn't rare here. It's all that we've got. So I wanted to right. put that to bed because there's so many people listening and messaging saying, oh, you'd be a fool to get rid of that black interior. And I'm like, dude, that's Fuck all off. we have. Yeah, yeah it's right. my what truck. Do you like, <laughs> it's, it, it's all we've got here. So like, you can yeah. understand why I want to be different and get the tan interior in there. Because you just you won't see it anywhere else here in the UK. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So anyway, oh, the tan, the tan would look so fucking nice, man. Yeah, especially with that mountain green. But oh, absolutely, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that was my little thing about colors and interior. So sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> the Tabasco red, such a nice. Yeah. Pick. So that's that's really all there is about the Tabasco red pickup. So I think I told you I put it back together with the one point six, the original motor. <laughs> Uh, it was actually originally 1.5, but it those all pretty much blew up. So someone swapped in this 1.6, and you know it was kind of a yeah, it didn't. I'll be honest. After my first 1.6 in the tan car, I've like sworn off original engines. So no 1.6 diesels. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. No 1.7 gas motor. I, I like. I want to engine swap everything. How many? It just makes it so much done? more reliable. Um, two. Two engine swaps, okay. Two, yeah. There's two more than and I have. I, I literally have I, have, I have three engines laying on, like, my shop floor right now. Nice. <laughs> They're all TDI. Man, all I'm thinking about is, like, your shop. <laughs> all I'm thinking, like, I wish I had space like that over here, man. Yeah, totally. Dude, it, like, I would live is... in my garage, bro. Yeah. I'll... I don't want to, like, like, brag about it, but I'm so lucky that I got this. This is, like, a dream mm-hmm. come true. Yeah, it I was nice, exactly man. I, I'm, I'm happy, like got that, because it's just yeah. fucking well, amazing. I, I tell you what, too, like a lot of the people in the town were like, they've stopped in. Like, I'll have the doors open on a nice day like today, and people will just roll. In. I've never seen these people before, and they'll just stroll in off the street, and they're like, "Dude, it's great to see someone doing something." Mm, yeah, because this is like a sleepy old town of like 800 people. Right. So people come in like re- like locals and they're like, oh, it's great to see you're doing something, you know? Yeah. That's cool. So that's, it's nice. Yeah, it is cool. All right. Well, okay. Let's talk now about the the TikTok story with this some bright <laughs> yellow. Because uh, I obviously, having watched that, I actually watched the video twice. It was that good. Really? Yeah. Oh my your, God. <laughs> the YouTube video on, on your on your channel is very very good and i was just sucked in i was sucked in by the story and i want i want you to i want you to share the same story with our listeners here if if that's all right if you could absolutely you got it 
please okay do. so so you you touched on the youtube channel yeah uh, i have been sporadically posting youtube videos for years um, but but some of which actually a lot of which weren't really about cars so much because i've gone through phases with i play guitar i i do uh semi-professional photography as well so i talked about guitars and cameras and it got kind of lost you know like my my channel didn't really know i'm personifying it but there was no clear direction you know it wasn't mm. about one thing and it should have been yeah so and I've always wanted, like, I've always loved the idea of being able to do that full time. And I've had friends and family say, oh, my God, you could absolutely do it. Like, you have all the things to do it. Mm. Do it, you know? So I was, I was fighting through that. This was July of last year, about the same time I picked up that red pickup for, for Kevin. So I'm fighting through this with myself. I'm really critical of everything that I do. And, like, I don't like the way I sound on videos and same old shit. So I was, I actually rent out the top, the, uh, the top floor of my garage. And currently the people that rent it have a, uh, an antique store up there. It's very cool. So it's full of furniture and lights and lamps and stuff. And I was talking to them about the YouTube debacle and everything. And they said, what you should do is try TikTok." And up until that point, I had never even had the app. Like I, I like detested TikTok. I was like, God, it's like thirteen-year-olds dancing. What That's what hell? I thought I it was. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not, as it turns out. But I really was like, God, TikTok is like not for me and rabbits. You know, like it doesn't make any sense. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, anyways, I I said, okay, fuck it, I'll try it. You know. So at this point, I hadn't had a formal job for about three or four months. I was kind of doing what Clint was talking about, uh, yeah. bought and sold stuff, just, you know, make and do. But I really wanted to, to really take a good try at making videos. So they were like, try TikTok. You know, it might be a, an accessible way to get your feet off the ground. So I thought, okay, fuck it. You know, I don't have anything to lose here. So I get the app and I post a couple of videos here in the garage and they did really well. Like like 10,000 views here, 15,000 views there. I was like, that seems kind of high for what I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't seem quite right. So I was out driving my VR6 swap rabbit for, I was out, you know, it was a beautiful day. I was out driving around and there's a guy probably two, two or three miles away from me on this little back road that has a caddy sitting in his driveway. Now, granted, this is a late Westie. Um, it ended up being an 82. <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, I sound bad. Sorry. <laughs> so good. Um, so, yeah. So this guy has an 82 rabbit pickup sitting in his driveway. The house looked empty. I didn't really know what was going on. So... I went back home and I was like, I've always wanted a pickup, you know, like I, I really want one. And this one's close. You, you, you don't see them around here anymore. Mm. We have so much road salt. It's ruined everything cool. So I, I leave a note on this guy's truck. But before I did, I thought, you know what? I'll make a TikTok out of this. What the hell? Well, overnight, actually, that was in the morning. 
by that night, the video had a million views. Jesus Christ. So I thought, what the fuck? This is actually possible. You know, because I thought like Mark ones and such, which I personally love was too niche to be a thing, especially on TikTok. Mm. So I post that video about me leaving a note about <clears throat> that 82 rabbit pickup and it goes apeshit. So I thought, oh my God, like there's, there's a thing here. People actually will watch this. So that day was crazy. I just like, I, my head exploded. So that <laughs> night I was posting about it on my Instagram and this is where Derek comes in. So Derek saw the video. He said, you saw the TikTok. And he said, he messaged me and he said, dude, I, I have a field full of these things out in Washington. And I said, no shit. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I didn't know you wanted one. <laughs> and he's like, honestly, they're, they're my dad's, but there's one in particular that I know you're going to want. And he said, it's sun bright yellow and it's an early Westie. Hell yeah. Right. And I said, Derek, okay. So we're like piecing this plan together. Keep in mind, Derek's in Washington. I'm in Ohio. That's over 3,000 miles away. Oh, geez. No, sorry. That's 24. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting hours and miles confused. It was 2,400 miles in like 34 hours. Gotcha. Yeah. So 20, he's, he's over 2,000 miles away. And that night you know the, the TikTok's still doing amazing and i'm like oh my god i could go get that truck and bring it home you know like the classic revival mm. i was like that would be amazing for like youtube and like this might be my thing so the next day i go back to the guy's house that had the 82 sitting in his driveway i never heard back he never called me and he was out doing some yard work. So I just pulled in willy-nilly and just pulled into his driveway. And he's like, who the hell are you? And I'm like, he's an older guy. <laughs> so we start talking. And I said, I said, yeah. It's like, I, I said, what caught my eye was your rabbit pickup. And he goes, no shit. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, yeah. So he like, he, he doesn't say anything. He walks over to his garage, opens the door, and there's a perfect, and I mean perfect bone stock 1984 rabbit sitting in his garage really absolutely is perfect it was an automatic and it was a 17 uh cis gas wow. it was a very nice car and it was like a rouge red color it was it was literally perfect like time capsule mm. so then he, he like turns around and he's like did you want to buy that pickup and I said, yeah, that's actually, I, I wanted to ask you about that. And he's like, yeah, it's not for sale. <laughs> Just get your Which hopes was, up and then let you Honestly, go. no, honestly, I was hoping you would say that. Because in my mind, that was like, all right, well, the yellow one's the move. Yeah, that's true, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I ended up, I stayed there and talked to this guy in his front yard for like three hours. <laughs> three hours? <laughs> yeah, I was there for like three hours. Super nice guy, like instant friends these yeah. guys the best so i leave and i'm like okay well i have to go to washington now you know like this mm. this is this is what i've got to do and, and not to mention in the meantime derek sent me photos of this thing it's sitting in a cattle field 
in, in, in Washington state. There's cows around it. There's grass growing up around it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is so much better than that 82. <laughs> I, and like, I was like, oh my God, it has the patina. Because the 82 was actually wrecked. Right. The 82 was hit, and I think it was the left front corner. It looked bad. I mean, it was the, uh, I think it was Mexico beige. It just, right. it wasn't a nice looking example. Granted, you know, this yellow one's been out in the field for 20 years, but, but anyways, so Derrickson be photos of this thing. And I'm like, holy shit, I have got to get this thing home. Like mm -hmm. th this is my mission. So I told, you know, my, the influx of people on TikTok, uh, by that next day, that original video had 1.7 million views. So it's just like flooding it. It's unbelievable. Wow. So I tell these people about this yellow truck. Yeah. And again, it, it half a million views. Like I'm like, holy shit. Like I, I can't, I have to go. So I, I'm like brainstorming that night with like, I don't have any money. I haven't worked for a while. Like, I don't have enough money to just run out there and slam this thing together and try to drive it back. Because although they didn't want very much money at all for the truck, the trip would be very expensive. And yeah. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Because the plan that we pieced together was I would fly out there. Derek would get me from the airport. We go back to his dad's house and then pull this thing out of the, like, out of the weeds and try to revive it. So I could try and drive it home. Now, this truck was last tagged and I think it was 90, yeah, 96. So it's been sitting, the engine was fucked. So before I flew out to Washington, oh, I'm, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. So I, like, we knew all of this, like it wasn't gonna run. Transmission was like, everything was bad mechanically. Like it was a disaster. Mm. Derek was like, the only thing that works are the brakes. And I was like, really? That's, that's <laughs> so anyways, like this, this was a shell sitting over 2000 miles away from me in a field. So it was, it, it felt almost impossible. So at the time, my, my real, my real focus was getting the money together to, to go out there and get it. So I, 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 I hired a girl to make a logo for the trip that I could sell on like shirts and stickers and stuff just to try to generate some money for this trip and of course i blasted it over TikTok. and at this point I, i've got 15 20 000 followers thirty thousand followers i'm like oh my god like it's working so i'm wow. freaking out i'm super excited and this is like over the course of a month really fast and of course i don't know what the hell i'm doing i don't have any money and i'm like charging all this stuff it was it was crazy times. So I get these shirts made, I get these stickers made, I start selling this stuff. And uh, a month goes by and I'm like, I don't have enough money to do this trip. And there's people who were like commenting at this point, like, when are you leaving? When are you going? You gotta do this. Mm. So I thought it would be a good plan to take out another credit card and okay. just roll the dice. So I did, I, I just, I took out another credit card and I was like, fuck it, here we go. And the same day I booked my flight to wow. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm like betting it all on this. <laughs> it's just crazy. Shit's getting real. 
Yeah, right. So like I get this credit card, the limit's way too high. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to work. So <laughs> get the plane ticket. I leave in a week. Oh my God. Wow. So it's a mad scramble. I'm asking around on TikTok. I was trying to find an engine between the airport and Derek's dad's house. So our plan was to pick up the motor and transmission on the way back from the airport that night. Well, believe it or not, it fucking worked out. We found a 1.6 and a 5-speed that a guy had just pulled out of his, his I think it was like an 83 Caddy or 82. Mm. Uh, he was doing a, a TDI swap, and he's like, yeah, I'll start a couple hundred bucks. And I was like, sweet. So we, we pick it up. I fly out there. We pick it up. We head back to his dad's house. Now, at this point, it's it's late. I mean, it's it's probably 2 o'clock in the morning. I think it was, I think, yeah, it was like two o'clock in the morning, their time. Now in Ohio, we're five hours or sorry, three hours ahead of them right? on the West coast. So I'm like, so out of it. <laughs> I had no idea what time it was. I mean, I was, I, I had just flown for eight hours. Like it was crazy. Of course. So we, we get to his dad's house that night and I just like, I just like shuffle inside and pass out. The next morning, we wake up, and I go outside, and I'm like, Derek, how fucking far did you drive last night? Now, keep in mind, Derek's dad lives, I believe it's four hours east of Seattle, which is where I flew in. So he drove collectively eight hours to get me. Unbelievable. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Like, Derek is the man. I can't stress that enough. I mean... For a total stranger to fly in like that for this crazy harebrained scheme. And then like, yeah, unbelievable. So we he drives eight hours round trip to get me. We get home that night. It's dark out. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I go inside with my bags and pass out. The next morning I wake up and it's like the, the fucking desert. I didn't realize. So Washington is mostly like very arid and like the desert. I didn't know it was like that. Mm. This is my this is my Ohio like small brain. Uh, <laughs> I I assume that it was all like Seattle wet and super you know like they grow a lot of vegetables and fruit in Washington. Mm. So I just assumed it was very you know wet and no. Where we were was the desert, which was really weird waking up to. And I was like, Derek, did you drive us to like, I don't know, Nevada last night? Where the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I like stumble outside. I don't know where I am. Crazy shit. But then I see the yellow truck. Oh shit. I'm like, oh my God. This is why I'm here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that morning, uh, dad, or jeez, uh, I'm getting all messed up thinking about this. Derek's dad gets his tractor and we drag this thing out of the field yes. and, and we push it into his machine shop. Derek's dad's a machinist and he just happened to have this brand new shop on the property. Again, this, if this were like any other person, it never would have worked out like this. It was mm. just the perfect plan. So we, we roll this thing into his dad's machine shop. He actually cleared out half of it for us to do this in. Again, the, the generosity was just unbelievable. For well, it's all part of the community. Just, just to have me. It, it is. It is. 
I mean, and his parents, they don't know what the hell TikTok is. You know, they're like, this guy's coming from what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's making videos about, huh? <laughs> so anyways, we roll this thing inside and just start tearing it apart because I'm thinking, oh my God, this is going to get me home. Holy shit. It's one thing to think about it when you're at home, but then when you're there, 2,000 miles away from home, looking at your ride home, yeah, <laughs> and you go, oh my God. The inside was a mess. The outside looked amazing, but the engine was fucked. You know, everything was like nothing worked. <laughs> mm. So we tear this thing apart. There, and there's some photos on my Instagram too. Uh, we, we hammer this thing apart. We hammer out the 1.5 and the old transmission and everything. You took out the engine and that in 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's mad. That was the first thing that we did. Was Derek was like, let's get this turd out of here. So he, <laughs> he had a big uh, big hoist that we pulled up the front of the truck, you know, dropped the motor out and just drug it off into the corner. It's like, yep, we're done with that. Mm. So that was the first day you know the first day was like cleanup evaluation um we kind of gave ourselves three days to make this thing roadworthy which looking back is insane <laughs> you know it sat in a fucking field for 26 years like what what <laughs> but you know what though james you know what i love like uh you know laying in bed at night and watching these old these youtube videos of these guys dragging out a truck that's been sat for 20 years and the title of the video is will it start <laughs> i yeah. love watching those videos. yeah dude oh my god okay vice grip garage have you seen his videos Please uh, tell me you have. this isn't the guy with the blue truck is it i think that's called something else no i don't think it rings a bell though so his name's also derek funny enough but this guy derek from Bicycle Garage, all he does is like he he will fly out to a car and then like revive it and drive it home. Right. But they're all like super old, shitty. Like you've got to see, they're so funny. They're so good. He's okay. the, he's the best. But anyways, yeah. Like in my mind, this is like this is my my version of Roadkill. This is if you've seen that the Motor Trend show. Uh, this is my version of Roadkill. I'm a holy shit. Somehow I've become Derek from Vice Grip Garage, <laughs> only with a 1980 Rabbit pickup. Amazing. Yeah. But of course, you know, at least the guys from Roadkill, that's that's like a formal show. They have a film crew. There's two hosts. So oh, I think, the yeah, Roadkill did a uh, collaboration with Mike Carmods, I think. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. yeah a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like a formal show. You know, they've got a camera crew and there's two, ho like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, when they're driving this old junk around, like, they've got a backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a backup you plan. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have a backup plan. No, it, it was just me with my cameras and in this truck that I didn't know anything about. So we throw in the new engine, none of the lights worked. Derek spent a whole day just making the headlights come on. You know I mean, wow. the wiring in this thing is an absolute mess. And bear in mind, you're filming this whole process, right? 
Yes, trying well, to. You know, it, it's it's a lot of like do some work. Oh my god, I forgot to film. It's it's, yeah. it's so nerve wracking. It really is. Because obviously, me and you both film a lot of stuff in 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 hopes to put it on YouTube and stuff. And it's we often. I don't know about you, but for myself, it's like. I'll do a, a job that was supposed to take 10 minutes, but because I'm filming it, it will take like half an hour or it may be even oh, more. Yeah. You know, oh my God. People yeah. don't realize yeah. that. Well, I've been filming a lot of this red, the uh, Kevin's red pickup, the engine swap. Yeah. And, you know, it's made this so slow. And yeah. I'm like, Kevin, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm trying to make a thing out of this. Yeah. But it'll be so <laughs> I always feel bad, but it's like, I'm pissed off if i just do it and then i don't have any footage of it yeah yeah you want to film the process film it right exactly so yeah anyways yeah so i'm filming this with the yellow truck i'm like making TikToks, and i'm spreading myself so thin and like it was it was really fun but it was really stressful mm. so i'll fast forward to the night that we finally had it running and moving around um we got the 1.6 in. It actually, that was one of the best running 1.6s I've ever run around. That really? thing ran perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we replaced the timing belt and Derek timed it. And that thing ran perfect. Like it was great. So that was one relief, right? Mm -hmm. So we get this thing driving around this little cattle farm. And I'm like, wow, okay. Well, this thing actually, this might do it. So we, we get it out on the road and it broke down almost immediately this is like we're, we're like shaking it down the night before i wanted to leave mm. so we're driving it around and again bear in mind we're in the middle of fucking nowhere washington yeah like derek's dad lives on a 10 acre cattle farm and it's surrounded by fruit farms right. so it's like cantaloupe watermelon berries on this side apples back there as far as you can see it's crazy so we're driving around these orchards and this thing makes it like i don't know maybe half a mile and it just falls on its face and dies oh no so this thing had a ton of fuel issues is what it what it boiled down to the motor was fine but it had a real problem getting fuel from the tank up to the pump on the engine right so it just kept dying. It just would, it would die. So we, uh, I was supposed to leave the next day. I had a list of dates planned out. I made a website for this, for the, for like the drive back home, like yeah. places I want to stop and have little meets and such. Um, and like, that was all supposing I left that next day. So I don't know why I did that to myself. Cause like, again, it was made it so stressful. <laughs> It was so dumb because like I should have known that this was this was going to happen. Like it wasn't going to be perfect. That's something that I would do, though. If I was traveling so far and making like a whole, you know, recording everything, documenting it like I normally would. That is something that I would do as well. I would plan. Yeah. Like, oh, guys, who wants to meet up here? <laughs> uh, dude, and people were stoked about it. Yeah. People were totally stoked about it. Yeah. I had a lot of people that were like, oh my God, like if you break down here, I have this for you. I have these parts. Like it was amazing. Just and like again, the, the Bobby Ullman episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. When I listened to that, it was like, yeah, 
I know exactly what he meant. And that was a Sunbright yellow truck as well. Yeah, early Westy. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. truck's freaking amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his, his is amazing. Yeah. Anyways, so I have all this shit planned out, and now the truck is, it, it, it like won't go more than a quarter mile without stalling. Mm. Like, shit. So the next day, Derek had to work. So he goes to work, and I'm, I'm there with his parents at his house that I've known for like three days at this point. Right. <laughs> Crazy. And I'm like, um, I need to go to town. So Derek actually left me the keys to his Lago Blue truck. And he said, if you got to go anywhere, just take it. Like, whatever, it's fine. Hmm. So I go to town in his truck. It's like half an hour away. And I buy a fuel pump and some more filters and stuff, just trying to scab this thing together just to try and get it home. And uh, I wire it all in and I get it working and it's better, but it's still not right. Like I could get, instead of a half mile, it would go like 10. Mm. So it's like, fuck, all right. It, it, it was like, you could go long enough to where you think it was fixed and then it would break down. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's very frustrating. But that, that night, you know, he came back home from work and I'm like, I think we've got it. Um, I filled it up with fuel and that fixed it. So this was uh, this was the first night that we were shaking the truck down. Yeah. And this was like the first time it's been on the road and, you know, since 96. So we're out driving this thing around. And we decided that it needed a fuel pump, you know, like an electronic fuel pump to try and send more fuel from the tank up to the engine. Yeah. So the next day, Derek had to work. So he goes to work and he left me the keys to his Lava Blue pickup. That's right. Yep. Yep. So we, uh, he's at work. I take his truck to town and then I bought a fuel pump and some filters and stuff. So when I got back, I put everything together on the truck and waited for him to get home, you know, so he could like spot me basically follow me around and make sure it wasn't going to break down. Yeah. Now it was a lot better, but it wasn't. I could go like 10 ish miles and it was like, it was okay, but it still would die and fall on its face. So we said, okay, so we, we, we flogged it down to a gas station and filled it up with diesel. And that seemed to fix it. For whatever reason, it, it would not stall out after it was full of fuel. Right. So we thought, okay, this is like as good as it's going to get. So uh, the next morning, I, I planned to leave and... Uh, we spent the rest of that night just kind of cleaning up his dad's garage and I thanked them all again for all their help and generosity. And it's wild telling the story again, because there's so many little details, you know, that you just, this story would be five hours long if I told them all. Of course. But there, there was so much that happened in like three or four days. Right. It was mm. crazy. We did so much work. Derek was just an unbelievable help. And the great thing was we were on a farm with multiple other rabbits and we stole parts from everything really <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah we had to steal axles out of one truck and some wiring out of another i mean it wow. was there was a lot of just picking around you know like even a radiator we had to we had a pile of radiators that were just on the farm from different rabbits and just trying to find one that didn't leak i guess it's so like it, you it said was everything earlier. like that yeah 
you said earlier where it's like if this was a different situation, you probably wouldn't have got it to where you'd probably wouldn't have it today, maybe, or you wouldn't exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't That's have made that trick. Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I that is so because, like, I, I swear, being in a machine shop, Derek actually made some parts for this thing that right. we couldn't just run to the store and grab. Mm. Which was, I mean, <laughs> how often do you have access to that kind of a service? You know, of course. So we yeah. had, we had the, yeah, we had everything. You know, mm. so it was the best case scenario. So, anyways, we clean up, go to bed, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna leave at like eight o'clock the next morning. So I load up the truck and say my goodbyes, and down the road I go. So I am nervous as shit, right? <laughs> I am so, like, my nerves are eating me alive. I have this pickup, <laughs> you know, again, four days ago was sitting left for dead in the field. Yeah, exactly. Here I am, I'm trying to drive it 2,400 miles back to Ohio. What <laughs> the hell am I doing? But I was, I, mean, I, was, I was as excited as I was nervous. Of course. So, yeah, it was a gorgeous day. And sun's coming up. I mean, it's beautiful. Now, Washington is a beautiful state, way more so than Ohio. So I'm just soaking it up, driving this thing. It's running great. I'm like, sweet, like feeling good. So I get on the interstate and I start heading, you know, I start heading. It's uh, sort of northeast is the, is the route that it took me out of Washington. Headed northeast. I make it probably 20, 25, maybe 30 miles. Wasn't very far. And I'm, I'm like watching all the gauges like a hawk because somehow the temp gauge worked and and that was all I gave a shit about was the temp gauge. So hang on. So hang I'm on. like, Let me get I, I'm, I've got one eye on the road and one eye on the temp gauge. Yeah. Let what me get this saying? straight. So you've got the, it's obviously an early Westie because I've got one as well. And all I've got is like the um, Speedo, that, yeah. uh, the Speedo clock. So you, did you guys put in like the VDO gauges as well? So this truck is an LX model. Oh, so it has, right. yeah, it has the, what they call the two titty dash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got the two titty dash. Uh, so I have, let's see, I'm looking at it. I got a speedo and a clock on the other side with a temp gauge and a gas gauge. Now, where are so, those gauges, like the temperature gauge? Uh, the temp gauge, I'll send you a photo of it, but the temp gauge is at the top of the clock right okay it, it, it like follows the curvature of the of like the numbers on the clock yeah and then the fuel gauge is on the bottom of the clock oh see i'd love to have that <laughs> oh yeah like i love it it's it's very cool but it was yeah. really nice to have that temp gauge because i was driving down the interstate i was pushing it pretty hard i was doing about 75 which is fast yeah especially in a mark one that's never seen the road quite like this yeah <laughs> So I'm pushing this thing and it's running great, like no hiccups, smooth, fairly quiet. Like, wow, this is a good 1.6. You know, this is what it's like cycling in my head. Like, I think we're going to make it. Oh my God. I think it's, yeah, you know, I've been like 15 miles, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I start pulling up this big hill. There's a big, big sweeping grade, you know. And I got one eye on the temp gauge and it starts climbing up. I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. <laughs> so I get out of, you know, get out of the throttle. Tim Gage keeps climbing. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> now bear in mind, I had 
I left with like two extra gallons of coolant. I had water. I had all kinds of stuff with me. Um, even some like spare hoses and stuff just in case this would happen. Mm. Um, so I take the first exit I can find. And at this point, the temp gauge is pegged. Pegged hot. Son of a bitch. I've been 20, maybe 30 miles. Yeah. So I get off on this exit. Again, I'm in the middle of nowhere with a truck that's breaking down actively. Uh, so I pull into a gas station, throw the hood up, and there's coolant on everything. Really? All it was, yeah. So a hose had split. It was one of the only hoses that we didn't replace, of course. <laughs> right. Could have replaced all of them, but, you know, there was just, it was an oversight. So the only hose we didn't replace split. And it's a weird one. This hose is like, I think it's 15 sixteenths on one end, a 90, and like five eighths on the other. So I can't just walk into a parts store and grab a, you know, a one foot section of hose off the roll and splice it. It wouldn't fit. Mm. So I limped the truck over to a Napa, the only Napa in town. Oh, and, and what's the Napa, by the way? Oh, sorry. That's a, it's a local chain auto parts store. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 We have what? Napa, uh, Advance Auto, O'Reilly. Right. O'Reilly's. Yeah. I've heard of that one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I, I limped it over to a Napa. And of course, this is like a really nice town, naturally. So I'm flogging this thing. It's smoking. I'm dumping water in it, trying to keep it somewhat cool. Of course, it was coming out so damn fast. It didn't really matter. But <laughs> <laughs> So I get over there to the Napa, and I tell the guy. And of course, the guy he barely spoke English. Uh-huh. Barely spoke English. Now, what I didn't realize about Washington, apart from the fact that it's pretty much a desert, is that it's like over 70% Hispanic. Oh, really? Yeah. At least this area that I was in was. Uh, We were in this called the the Yakima Valley. Of course, you know, I don't know. But this is Derek teaching me all this about Washington. I had no idea. Yeah. So this gentleman working at the Napa, uh, you know, there was a language barrier and I told him what I had and what the problem, like what I needed. And he's like, nope, just nope, not going to happen. And I said, if you let me behind the counter, I can find something like in stock. It's not going to be the right part, but I can make it work. So like I had to bargain with this guy to let me go behind the counter and just look at his hoses, you know, (laughs) it's Mm. crazy. So, and I'm just assuming that I can find something to jam on that big because it's the big, there's like a, there's a water spout on the side of the head that goes to the heater core right goes to the firewall and that's what split was that hose okay so i had to find a hose that was somewhat the right shape that was bigger on one side like you know what i mean like it was Mm. like a my god so he lets me back there and i find a hose that just might work of course i didn't have any tools with me i was on the way I thought I would make it to the Harbor Freight, which is all the cheap tools. I'm not sure if you guys have Harbor Freight I've <laughs> in the UK. Okay. So Harbor Freight is like a discount tool warehouse. Okay. Uh, it's a big chain here in the States, but okay. all they have are like Chinese knockoff tools, but they're cheap. Mm. So my plan was to go down there, down to the Harbor Freight and grab a, you know, just a standard wrench set and socket set ratchets and stuff and the jack just to have for the jerk for, uh, for the ride home yeah 
uh, but I didn't make it that far. So I didn't have any tools yet. <laughs> right. So I had to, I had to barter with this guy. I was like, okay, I think this hose will fit. Um, can I borrow a screwdriver? <laughs> <laughs> so I get it out there and I just jam this thing onto the side of the head and I made it fit. It was not even close to the right size, but I made it work. So I got in, filled it back up with coolant and thought, okay, not a big deal, just a hose, but I haven't made it real far. You know, I'm 20 miles. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> so I hit, I hit the road again. All right. This time I made it about 200 miles. Things were feeling really good. I was happy keeping the truck full. You know, every time I would stop, uh, I made it to the Harbor Freight, got my tools. I wrote Ohio or bust on the back window in real <laughs> big letters. You know, I was excited. People were honking and waving and it was a thing. So I make it 200 miles past, you know, where it, where that hose split and the truck dies. Oh, same fuel issues. Exactly. Yeah. I'm feeling good. It's beautiful out cruising going way too fast in the rabbit and it, uh, it dies just in the middle of the interstate, nobody around middle of the desert. So I'm like, Oh, this ought to be interesting. So I let it sit, try to restart it. Nothing wasn't going to happen. So I had to suck fuel out of the tank. Like there is clearly a clog in the tank is what, what, I don't know what's in there. It's not good. <laughs> so I had to, I pulled a fuel line off and I'm like trying to suck on it without getting a mouthful of diesel. Mm. So I'm trying to suck on it and I get some fuel passed and I realize I haven't filled up in a while. Like, shit. So I limp it over to a station and fill it up and uh, it's okay again. So I keep driving. Somehow I got it going, you know, I'm freaking out, sweating profusely. You know, I'm just a, a wreck. Right. And of course, the whole time in the back of my head, I'm going, this isn't going to make it. Yeah, I've been very far and it's already given you all these problems. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm in Spokane, Washington. I haven't even left the state yet. But this city is in the, uh, like the top, like the sort of the northeastern corner. And I'm mm -hmm. almost ready to cross over into Idaho which is the next state over towards like going east. Mm. So I'm in Spokane. Now my plan was to get two cans, two like jerry cans that I could fill with diesel and just keep with me at all times. You know, so if it died again, I could just keep it full, you know? Mm -hmm. So I pull into a Walmart, which is big. Uh, you, have, you guys have Walmart? No, but I know what you mean. I know what Walmart Okay, is. okay. So I pull into a Walmart. And uh, every time I stop, I would look under the truck to see if there was a puddle forming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I have too much old shit. Like, I know, like, just to look, just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and there was a massive puddle under it. Oh, Big dear. puddle. And there was oil all under the bottom of the truck. And I, I just assumed that it was motor oil. I thought, oh, my God, what is, <laughs> holy shit, how is this thing leaking that much? Because this hasn't been a problem up until this point. So it's oil, not coolant this time. Yes, it's oil. And there's oil from literally from the engine bay back to the tailgate. It's covered underneath. I'd never smelled it. Like, I had no idea this was happening. Wow. You know, like, it wasn't dripping onto the exhaust and burning off and smoking. And 
and never, I had no clue this was happening. Mm. So I'm standing there in the parking lot of Walmart going, what the fuck is leaking? Like, and it's a lot, it's like actively dripping. Well, as it turns out, it wasn't the engine. It was the transmission. Really? Okay. So it's transmission yeah. oil. It was the transmission leaking. Wow. So on the, uh, on the Volkswagen transmissions, there are like two axle cups on the sides of the case where the axles like bolt to and go down right. on the wheels. So, and of course there's seals behind those two cups on either side. And one of those seals had just gone. Like there was no seal anymore. Mm. So there's this gear oil just running right past that flange and running out to the ground. Jeez. Excuse me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't fix this. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I probably could have in hindsight, and I probably could have limped the truck a lot further than I did, but I was so unsure of it. And just like knowing that I, I was by myself so far from home. Mm. And although I had tools and people rooting me on, I, I called my mom after I found that. And I, I was like, I don't know what to do. You know, right. I, I don't know what to do with this. And my dad, I called him afterward and he's like, well, can you take it to a shop and like try to have them fix it? And he was like, I mean, you could fix it too, but I realized you probably don't want to after you just did that much work to it. Right. Yeah. And I was, and that was a big part of it. Like I didn't want to pull it back apart, mm. but it, and it was hemorrhaging oil. So it was, it was a big deal. Uh, so I decided to call the trip and I got a U-Haul. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I got a U-Haul in Spokane. Now Spokane is still about 2000 miles from home. So I, uh, I got a 15 foot box truck and a dolly and I, uh, I headed back home with the truck on the back. And that was the most bittersweet drive I've ever had in my life okay. because I've got people on one side on like Facebook. Cause I was, I was, I had the whole trip on the burn all the mark once on Facebook. Right every day was a new update and people like some people were like flaming me for, for trailering this thing home so you like you had it on there, the you were towing it home i thought yes you, yeah. you didn't put it inside the uh this box truck no i i wanted honestly what i wanted was a regular pickup truck and a trailer right but they they had a whole lot of like f-150s but those were like i couldn't go cross country like i couldn't uh. drop it off in ohio yeah. And that was only the box truck. So I was like, fuck. So I go from getting what, 55 miles per gallon in the caddy, you know, getting great mileage to getting eight in the box truck. Right. Yeah. So that, like, that alone, like, tripled, quadrupled the fuel budget. Yeah. And uh, the truck itself was like, I think $1,200 just oh, to rent. Right. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I paid a grand for the caddy. So. I know, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh my God, standing there with my brand new shiny credit card going, well, this is why I have you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I, I head out that night and I'm like upset. I'm like, I'm mad at myself for calling the trip, but I'm, I'm happy that I have a way to get home. It's, it was a very weird feeling because I was so mad that I wasn't driving the caddy anymore. 
and, and it had developed other issues too. Like it was making a ton of noise up front and there was definitely a bearing failing somewhere. And I was just like, this thing's just, it needs so much more, mm. you know, you can't just slam it together and hope it makes it that far. Of course. Not in this case anyway. Like I was leaking brake fluid out of, uh, these early Westies have sensors on the master cylinder that actuate the brake lights. Right. And one of them was leaking profusely. So it was leaking brake fluid, uh, transmission oil. And, you know, it's just like, there was a lot of other issues too. Of course, the fuel issue that was recurring. And so, yeah, so I got the U-Haul and I was like really upset. And people were mostly pretty understanding, you know, but some people were like, dude, you've gone this far and this is how it is. I'm like, yeah, you're not the one out here doing this. Yeah, you know, it's like different this is nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah, it's one thing to watch from your couch. Yeah, and I, I'd, I'd be the first to admit that. You know, it's easy to have this plan. You know, and to just, oh yeah, I'll just fly out and drive this thing home. Good. You know, it won't be a big deal. <laughs> but then when you're standing there, two thousand miles from home, looking at this mess, and you go, oh my god, this isn't mm -hmm. going to make it. Yeah, it's it's dis it's disheartening. Mm. I bet. Yeah. So I uh, I drug it home with the U-Haul. And then I dropped the truck off in Columbus. Now, I said I, I live about half an hour, 45 minutes east of Columbus. So I still had a little ways to go. So I backed the truck. I backed the caddy off the off the U-Haul trailer. And I drive it home the rest of the way. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so... I took like every back road possible, just trying to keep it slow, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know how much oil is in the transmission. It wasn't making any noise yet, but I was just waiting to lose fifth gear. So, you know, the, the back window says Ohio or bust. This thing has Washington plates on it. <laughs> People are freaking out. <laughs> the traffic, they're honking and like, it was crazy. I'm like, no, I'm a fake. <laughs> I, I just pulled it off the trailer, but thanks. <laughs> Oh wow! You could have just you could have just not filmed the whole U-Haul thing and just played it off as if like yeah, totally made it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh dear, but no. Yeah, honestly. yeah. So I'm like, I'm that last forty minutes. It was again. It was a beautiful day here when I got home, mm. and I'm like, well, I'm. It's like somber, you know. I I'm here. The truck is here. It still runs. I'm just gonna drive it on home, and I did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, that drive was so funny because people, I was on the interstate for a little while and people were just honking and waving and like, holy shit, he made it. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. And you got it home. The Sunbright Yellow did. Truck I got is, it home. is the in Sunbright the Yellow Truck is in my shop. That's yeah. so cool. And okay, so how long ago was that now? Sorry. So I flew out, I think it was September 3rd of last year. Okay. And I got home like the 15th, I think. And so what, what have you done so far since getting it back to the, the firehouse? The, your so I actually, I actually have another story. Okay. Uh, that's, it's a little side story. So I told you about the girl that made the, the logo for the trip. Yes. Yes. So when I got back, she wanted to see the truck, you know, because she, she got pretty involved with the, the whole project there. Well, we've been dating for five months. Okay. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it's like four months. But yeah, when, when like 
she she actually came to the firehouse and saw it and like we kind of hit it off immediately and so yeah that turned into a relationship which is it's so funny to me that like this I feel like this truck is a gift that just keeps on giving you know oh that's excellent Derek's friendship now I have a girlfriend because of it and you know it's just like it's a really I don't know it's really cool you so cannot anyways, sell this truck now. You cannot. God, no. No, this truck can't go anywhere. Yeah. I've had people offer to buy it, and I'm like, you don't even know. You, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know. So, yeah. So, I got it home. She came and saw it. We hit it off. You know, we've been dating ever since, basically. Uh, she's, fa- she's fantastic. Oh, that's uh, but Yeah. So, as, as for the truck, um, it is getting a TDI engine swap. Okay. So I talked about this on TikTok, and I believe there's actually, yeah, there's a YouTube video covering this as well. I bought a, a very wrecked 2006 Beetle. This is right. Beetle. And can I just interject? Because yeah. I, I think that was where I first saw you, one of your thumbnails or something popped up on YouTube was this wrecked and in the bed of the caddy something about and and um, uh, something i saw a preview or something and it was like i'm taking i bought this wreck and i'm just taking the engine out and i was like oh okay now i'm intrigued yeah and i yeah. think that was the very first time that i came across your content i believe yeah yeah so that's uh that's a, that's still happening um of course these engine swaps get pretty pretty intensive but Mm. i have the engine on a stand right now so like basically like the last photo of the engine and the truck together is how it is right now right Uh, transmissions yeah it's it's on the floor the the engine itself is on a stand um but yeah so i've been just like saving money just trying to i don't want to just work on it here and there i want to like dedicate a week to slamming this thing together you know once i have all the parts i can really focus on it Mm. Uh, of course, when I got home, I had to get a job <laughs> to try right. and pay for this disaster. Uh, so I've been working, and that's taken up a lot of my time. But, mm. but yeah, so it's it's uh, you know, the one point six is out of it. It's sold. Um, I haven't driven the truck since November, so it's just been sitting in here ever since. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's patinaed, but it's very solid. Now, so what there's there's a you... lot here to work with. Have you thought about the protection of patina? Because I've been trying to do a bit of research on this. I uh, have. Um, a lot of, I mean, for me, it's just keeping it inside. Yeah. So I have that, which is a huge leg up, you know. I, I can keep it inside. <laughs> I know. I, I know a lot of people that don't. Yeah. You know. Well, there's, um, I've had a lot of people on Instagram say that they use boiled linseed oil. Um, yes. which I believe, believe it or not, people use it for wood. And over here in the UK, apparently, they they used to paint their cricket bats. Do you know what cricket is? I do, yeah. Yeah, apparently people would paint their cricket bats with this <laughs> linseed oil uh, to make the cricket bat, like, stronger, which is crazy. Like, yeah, harder. so... Yeah, so when the when boiled linseed oil dries, it like it's almost like a paint or like a clear finish. Right. Uh, I actually oiled the truck when I got it back. Oh, nice. Yeah, 
uh, just, just word of caution. Uh, don't throw the rags away. They do catch on fire in the tracks. Really? Just <laughs> yes. Wow. I thought it was bullshit. Uh, so I come into the shop the next morning and my trash can is smoldering. So Whoa. just, yeah, leave them outside to dry or put them in water or something. Uh, yeah. It's the solvents. Yeah. So boiled linseed oil has solvents in it to really accelerate the drying. And those solvents get hot when they're like on a rag and balled up in the trash. The, yeah, dude, I thought it was bullshit. They caught on fire. So, is there <laughs> a chance that when I apply this to my truck, that my hands are going to catch on fire? Is there a chance? Um, I I don't think so. Okay, okay. It's just my when hands they're... never caught on fire, but <laughs> trash sure as fuck. <laughs> That'll make a fun YouTube video. Um, I think Clint actually had that happen. Really? There was a post about. Yeah, he like. I mean, it, it was worse for him than it was for me. Um, I think something burned up, like his spread a little further than mine did. Uh, right. But yeah, if you get a chance to ask him about it, I, I'm pretty sure I saw a post from his house in Florida um, where he had linseed oil rags that caught on fire in the trash. Oh, I'm, I mean, like whilst you're applying it, like on the on the. No, it, it's it's the drying process, <laughs> right? That. <laughs> YouTube title like I tried to protect my patina and my hands caught on fire or or you wouldn't <laughs> believe what happened next <laughs> yeah my whole truck was on fire yeah <laughs> yeah no thankfully that never happened but yeah it's something about the drying and the accelerants they use it is nasty shit but oh, okay. yeah they just caught right on fire so be careful. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So you get it home, you uh, protect it. You, you put the oil on it. You take out the one six, uh, you're getting this TDI engine ready. Uh, what interior has it got? I'm interested. To, is it um, tan interior? It is black. Black. Okay. Yeah, so it's it super is black. rare for you guys. I, I guess. I don't know. I didn't realize it was rare. Uh, well, honestly, as as I would I would love for it to be tan. Like I love Bobby's interior, mm, and yeah. I would do that in a second. I mean, the inside of my truck's awful. It's the dash is ruined. It's so bad. Well, uh, I don't the, even the cluster's okay, but the inside's really not good. Well, I don't think you mentioned that the uh, when you were you you went to see this truck for the first time that the the headliner tell us tell us about the headliner. oh the headliner yeah yeah see again one of those details that mm. went right through the cracks so this was day one uh we roll into the shop and we're looking at this thing and the, the headliner has one nasty sag and like mm. you can like press on it and it's like heavy and there's a lot of mice in washington so this thing, had, it was no virgin to the mice. Yeah. <laughs> they had uh, quite a home in there. So we like carefully cut around the headliner and dropped it down. And there was probably 10 pounds of mouse nest that came out of the headliner. Wow. It, it Again, was awful. It was so gross. It was just awful. <laughs> one of those things that you see in those videos that say, will it start? And it's like, you yeah. just see, you open it up and yeah. it, the 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 mouse droppings and nests are just everywhere aren't they yeah oh yeah i mean it was it was so bad i mean and the same thing with the other trucks on his property they were all full of mice mm, yeah 
and like some had gotten them the wiring and that's why things weren't working and you know like it was it's definitely a, a big issue yeah but yeah definitely. i mean like the inside still smells like it. it's gross really so, yeah i haven't pulled the carpet out of it yet it has the original carpet balloon or not wow um yeah but that's that's all coming out next and there's a little bit of rot on the a pillar that i'm going to try and fix yeah now, uh, it's in a very weird spot. It's not like a standard A-pillar rot on one of these, but yeah, it's right. all right. I think I can fix it. Now, obviously, this truck has a huge story behind it and a huge, you know, there's a, it's got this sentimental value and, it, you know, like you've mentioned. will Do you think this truck will be like the one, inverted commas, for you? Or is this just like another vehicle in your fleet? I think, well, I'm not sure if it's the one, but it's one I'll never get rid of. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Like, I, I really, like, am disheartened by rot. And this truck is very clean, especially for being in, like, a patina truck. Because mm. uh, they all they all have rot, you know? Especially if it's a patina truck. Um, and But the rot always, like, makes me feel weird, as dumb mm. as that sounds. It's like it almost taints it for me. Oh, right. So, you know, it's it's like, oh, it's not perfect, you know, but I shouldn't assume that. Like, I shouldn't, like, have that in my brain as, like, a thing, you know? Like, it's obviously not perfect. Like, look at it. It's covered in rust. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever sort of, like, clean it up and, and give it, like, a refreshing paint job or keep it? I don't think so. Um, I'm going to try to try to revitalize the paint a little bit because mm. it's faded so far that if you put a swatch of sunbright yellow next to it it's the complete wrong color oh yeah i it's, feel the it's same so about the faded yeah yeah because like even in the engine bay it, it doesn't match the fenders at all yeah because it's not quite as faded yeah but what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try and like buff it a little bit sure well, we'll see how that goes with all the rust but <laughs> Can you buff? But, I, mean, I want that color. You shouldn't, but I'm mean, gonna try to. <laughs> I want that rich, like Bobby. Jeez, I want that rich Bobby Almond yellow. Sure. This thing is just not that. It's it's like a Pez yellow. It's sure. like a soft, like faded, like it's just not not quite right. I know what you mean. It's, it goes to like a chalky texture. Yeah, uh, it's very uh, yeah. chalky. Yeah. yeah, I know. What you of course, mean. it's just it's old, shitty single stage paint. But I think with a little a little compound might bring it back. So yeah, I'm gonna try. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is we'll have uh, one last break, and then we're gonna come back with our last segment, which is questions from the listeners. All right. All right. Sounds good. Awesome, guys. We'll be right back after this. Cool. Uh, I don't know if you need Sweet. a toilet break or anything like that. Um, I'm actually all right. So, excellent, man. Let me pull up the questions from the listeners right now. Um, I don't know, cause like, and this is the thing too, is like, I don't know what you may have gotten because most people don't know who I am. No, well, uh, I've, I've, I'm pretty sure there's a fair few questions. Interesting. Um, just in the past, what eight hours or however long it was. Mm. Um, Let's see. So well, let's... And, and like, I, I, I wonder too, like, what their opinion of me is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't read never too far talked in... to them. No, I wouldn't. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa, there's a lot of questions. Hang on. Two, oh, four, God. Two, <laughs> four, six, eight, ten, 
12, four, 14 questions, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that yeah. more than usual? <laughs> yeah, that's that's insane. Okay. <clears throat> oh, God. All right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with James Cooper Ryder, and this next segment is questions from the listeners. This is where you get a chance to submit questions for my guests, and we read them out live on the podcast. So we'll go straight into it now. Uh, first question sent in from Wow, there is a an emergency going on. Right yeah, there is a talking about the fire department. <laughs> They're on the move right now. Wow. Yeah. Um, this question sent in from Mark One Muller, uh, or Muller, Muller. I'm hopefully okay. I've got that right. He says, mm. um, if you could have one really cool part to add to your truck, what would it be? Ooh, one really cool part. And I guess for these questions, you, I guess, you know, you don't have to think too far into them. They can just be whatever pops into your head. Sure. Um, uh, I really want a perfect grill. Yeah, because okay. mine is mine is it's so far from it's actually really bad. <laughs> so yours is the LX model, which would makes makes your grill to be a de- deluxe grill, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, it has a deluxe grill right now, uh, but it looks really bad. So mm. if I could have one really nice part, it'd be a nice grill. Um, I think some people would say the tailgate. But yeah. of course, mine is not straight. It's it's sewed <laughs> out pretty good, but it's it fits the truck, so that's got to sure. Well, well, I'm gonna go with the grill. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. The grill. Thanks for your question, mate. Uh, this one sent in from uh, Faith L Saxon at Saxton. <laughs> uh, do you know who these people? Let me know. If you I, know who I, yes, are. Faith is my girlfriend. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, uh, she says, what was your biggest fear during the whole trip? My biggest fear was getting stuck. And that's why I called it so quickly. I didn't want to get stuck like in the middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah. I think, I think that's pretty universal, but yeah, like, my biggest, my biggest fear was getting stuck. Right. Yeah. I would yeah. being, you know, where I am right now with my, lack of knowledge on cars and getting them started again and be like you say getting stuck i would yeah. be the wrong person in that situation like if i knew a bit more i'd feel a bit more confident about what i'm doing but right sure like, if i was in that moment i would be fucked <laughs> like yeah you know what i mean oh yeah and then like it's, I, I was driving through so much open country i mean you know yeah. the, the u.s is so goddamn big yeah and yeah, where I, I was driving through montana i mean there's you go hundreds of miles without seeing anything. And yeah, I didn't want I to be stuck out there with this truck that won't start or, you know, whatever happened. So yeah, yeah that's, that was my biggest fear. Do you know what? Like the, the what you did was very, very cool and very ballsy or ballsy. <laughs> um, like it's such a cool thing to be able to attempt to do. And, you know, you did a pretty, you, you gave it your, your best. But I, you know, what I would have probably done be, me being me is I would have probably gone over there and just towed it all the way. Like I wouldn't even yeah. attempted to, to try and drive it. Like that's, that's just, you know, I would have probably worked on it. I got it back and gone, right. Like I would sure. rub my hands and gone, right, let's fucking get to work. 
Like, well, and to, to, to be it, very honest with you, like if yeah. it weren't for TikTok and like the quick successful like videos and stuff, I would have done just that. Sure. I would have just trailers at home. Yeah. Like, right from the start. Like if there's no fanfare, like who cares? Yeah. It would have been a lot easier. On you, but like people. Yeah, everyone. exactly. Well, and Dan, the, the thing is now like, I still post to my TikTok page about mm-hmm. this truck and other stuff. And it's up to 140,000 followers. Whoa. I Man, know. Maybe I'm just like, on I, this. <laughs> do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't know what I would post, though. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if there's like sure. a limit to TikTok I, videos or. Like a length limit? Yeah. It's three minutes. That's okay. That's not too bad. You could, it's you not could bad. You could get a yeah. little video out of that, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, like you could just tease stuff or whatever, but yeah, yeah, I still post like so. Faith and I went to the junkyard a couple of days ago because they had a, a TDI engine and a wrecked car, right? And I post. She helped me film the TikTok, and we posted it. Two million views. Jeez. I, right, like overnight. Like it's it's crazy. You should definitely like at least play with it a little bit. I'll play with it. I'll experiment yeah. and, and see, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Watch this space. Never say never. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question sent in from Matthew JK. Um, oh, I know happened? Matthew. Okay. He says, what happened to the Honda Odyssey? Also, offer condolences for the Honda Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Honda Odyssey. That's, yeah. I already told that story. Yeah, that's that's done. Moment of silence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not even next... sure where it is. To be honest with you, it's at really? a lot somewhere in Columbus. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's dead and gone. Oh, such a shame. Uh, next question sent in from thirty eight underscore bunny. Um, uh-huh. I've Kyle. seen. Uh, says, why haven't you gotten to Floyd's forests? forest of trucks yet (laughs) do you want to explain that one yes so when i got home with the next day i took it to a car show okay because you know since i like u-hauls have a mileage limit and i couldn't go home the way that i wanted to i had this whole extravagant route planned out and it was too many miles and it was like a dollar 70 a mile if i went over like it's crazy so I went home as fast as I could because mm-hmm. that Sunday was a car show called Motor Vice. And okay. it's an 80s themed show, super cool. Like everyone dresses in like 80s attire. It's really fun. Nice. So I drug the truck up there. I trailered it right up there to, uh, to the show. And Kyle saw it. I met Kyle for the first time actually at that show. And he was telling me about this guy named Floyd. And apparently he has a field full of Mark 1s. So. No way. <laughs> yeah. I guess for like parts and stuff. I guess he's an older, you know, eccentric guy. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. But yeah, okay. that's, uh, yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, these next, we've got two questions here sent from Mark Duguay, who's been on the podcast before. Oh, Okay. He says, uh, if you would do a similar trip, would what would you do differently? That's his first question. Okay. Do you want to answer that uh, one now? <laughs> yeah, I, I will. Uh, I would take somebody with me. 
take someone with you. Yeah, not yep. a bad idea. Yep. Just to help film and like help ease, like, you know, I guess I, I've never thought of myself as having anxiety, but that trip certainly induced some. So For sure. having somebody to say, oh, it's okay, would, would have been really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, next question from him says, on the trip back, when stuff's when stuff start to break, what was going through your head? <laughs> oh my god. And that's that. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> yep, and that's all I've got. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I was just I was like every time it broke or I thought it was breaking was like it was awful. Mm. I was just like, "Oh my god, this is this is the one, you know." Yeah. Especially when it stopped there in the desert, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be stuck out here." Yeah, and this is what I was trying to avoid. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. Next question sent in from Chad Fromper says, uh, "Just want to say, keep up the good work, sir." <laughs> well, well, thank you. There you go. Uh, next, we got two here from Kid Ricard, who's okay seen that name yep. before so many times. Yep. Uh, he's, um, he's here in Ohio. I've, I've talked to him a little bit. Yeah, he says, are there any Ohio VW guys you would give a shout out to? Always looking for local VW guys. Oh, let's see. Well, actually, Kyle's one of them. 38 Bunny. Yep. 38 he's got Bunny. a really sweet, uh, yeah, he's got a really sweet little rabbit. He's actually, you know, I joked about the old men that are hunched over that know CIS. He knows CIS. All right. So I'll have to yeah. talk to him about fixing so if my... You have any, yeah, if you have any questions, give him a shout because um, I'm pretty sure his rabbit actually has CIS and he went through it. and So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, he also says, uh, what do you think the most underrated VW is, old or new? Oh, that's a that's a hard question. Mm. Most underrated. I feel like I have the popular ones. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the early Westy and <laughs> yeah, it. the most underrated. I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Mark III TDI, but a lot of people love those. Sure, they're like to me the Mark III was weird because it's like kind of an ugly car. I, I've always thought they were kind of ugly. They're, they're strange looking, but the engine is so fantastic. And before I tore my brother's car apart for its engine, um, it would get 50 routinely. And it had great power and like it was very reliable. And yeah, it was a great car. Mm. Awesome. There you go. Uh, next question sent in from Duncan Mitchell. He says, uh, when are the road runner decals going back on the four door? <laughs> so my ex took those off. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, uh, she was out there. And so this was before I engine swapped it. I had, I had, it had been home for like two days and she was out there and she was like, I, I was doing something in the garage and I came out and she had already peeled them off. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well, that's that. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Next question sent in from Thavaga. I think his name is Thor. Um, how is the TDI engine swap going? I remember a video on TikTok where you were looking for a 1.9 diesel. Yeah. So uh, I have one. Um, I have a really good example of one. 
So I have the engine, transmission, both of which out of that wrecked Beetle. I, I actually drove that car around a little bit before well, I Beetle. tore it apart. Yes. Yeah, believe no it or way. not, yes. Yeah, oh, it was not good, but <laughs> that's the, see, that's the great thing about living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Even though I'm, quote, in town, I'm, you know, it, not really. For sure. I drove it around, you know, it wasn't legal, but I drove it around just to see, like, what the transmission felt like, and everything felt great. So mm. I do have a very good one point. This is actually a PD-100. Uh, right. Yeah. So in the U.S., we didn't get the PD-130. That's right. Yeah. So, the, so obviously the 130 meaning 130 horsepower, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm this le- is I'm a 100 horsepower. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Honestly, I didn't know much of that before I bought this. Mm. So, um, yeah. So this is a PD100. So it's a 100 horsepower stock variety. But it's a 1.9 TDI. Uh, runs great. Transmission feels good. So I do have a good power plant for it. Uh, where we are right now is the engine harness is going to a TDC shop. So TDC Dave. Yes. And he's going to make the harness for it. And then we'll start putting it together. Wait, is this Turbo Dave? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Turbo, Dave, Turbo Dave is the shit. Turbo yeah. Dave. Yeah. I reached out to Turbo him. Turbo Dave I, is the shit. I yeah. used to have the UK caddy and I obviously the, the UK caddy that I had had two fuse blocks it had a fuse block for the the caddy itself for like lights and indicators <laughs> and stuff and the other mm-hmm. one was for the engine whoever did the yeah. swap didn't put them all in the same block so yeah. i was reaching out to him saying can we neaten this up in any way can you send me out something so yeah, yeah luckily i don't have to do that now yeah um, yeah no turbo david he's great he's yeah. super helpful it's yeah. unbelievable wealth of knowledge so yeah. Shout out to Turbo Dave. Um, well, this is uh, next sent in from Kevin, who we mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. He doesn't have a question. He just says, fantastic dude. Tell him thanks for rescuing my 80 pickup for me. <laughs> there you go. Hey, no problem, Kevin. <laughs> awesome. Uh, next, Piercy D. Put your new ALH in the Fox body. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but so the ALH that's the TDI that right. I made the TikTok about out of the junkyard. Right. So I I bought it. I have it. It's on the floor currently of my garage. Uh, now the Fox body that's the Mustang of my brothers. Right. Okay. Yes. That that's that convertible Mustang. I if it were my car maybe, but. I, I don't like it very much. So <laughs> Fox body Mustangs aren't really my thing. So gotcha. But gotcha. yeah, so yeah. Well, <laughs> last question sent in from Cordy Dice. He says, when are you going to come to shows? <laughs> this year. This year this is year. happening. I, 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 yeah, I'm for sure going to uh, Mark One Madness. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, hopefully you get to sure. go next year as well because that's when Absolutely. I'm going to go. Yeah. That'll be so cool just to meet everyone. Oh no, I do. I'd love to meet you out there. That'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, like the plan the plan for this year, sorry to cut you off. I, I really want to have the yellow pickup done in time mm. for, for Mark One Madness at the very least. Yeah. Um and then I think the VR six rabbit's going away. 
and Run. I'm getting another early Westie. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, <laughs> what an early Westie yeah, pickup that's it. or an early Westie sort of hatchback? No comment. Oh, <laughs> no comment. Oh, wow. Okay. I've, okay. I've been talking to a guy for a little while. There's going to be another road trip involved. It's going to be a thing, but. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Keep your secrets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't All right. Too um, much, you know. <laughs> there's a last. The last things I want to ask you, right? Um, because and these are things that we uh, like to ask most of our guests now. Is the first one being, uh, do you have any advice for anybody similar to me, where I'm? Well, maybe even greener than me someone who's just just getting into this whole community and scene whatever you want to call it someone who's just maybe got their first shell or restoration project and they they've got a mark one what would be your advice to give to someone just starting off buy a bentley manual yes <laughs> yes buy a bentley service manual uh, I actually, funny enough, I just bought one. Well, that's if like, they've, got, well, they've got a rabbit or something. Because over here, I don't think we got Bentley mag, uh, Bentley manuals for the golfs. Really? Uh, yeah, I think what we had uh, is something called Haynes manuals, which I think you well, got yeah, as well. Yeah, we, we have those too. Yeah. Uh, get a good factory service manual. Yeah. And go from there. That will tell you so much. Yeah. I'm uh, got, now, I've got one in that, the mail, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so apart from that, um, I think there so many people that I know, and I'm just going to talk about all my friends collectively, mm. I have a lot of really smart friends who are afraid to try stuff. Right. So they, they limit themselves by saying, oh, I can't do that. Don't be afraid to try, and don't be afraid to fail, because if you don't try, you've already failed. Boom. You know? I mean, come Three on. Like, give it a shot. Give it a shot. And even if you don't fail, you're still better off than not trying. Yeah. So, and have faith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm always like, the cup is always half full for me. Aaron, on the Same. other hand, I don't know. Um, <laughs> by Wherever the way, for anybody is. listening, like Aaron, like somehow got lost in, and I don't know where Aaron is. He is he's gone. lost at sea right now. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he is, gone. He is gone. Like, I tried calling him back. <laughs> He's not picking up. I hope he's still alive. Um, or maybe he's just fallen asleep listening to the stories. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I put him to sleep. <laughs> Aaron is gone. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Um, but yeah, like the cup is always half full for me. I'm always like, this is the thing. Like here in the UK, and I don't know what it's like for the guys in the US, but here there's a lot of caddies and uh, Mark 1s off the road their projects in someone's garage that you know people are neglecting them they don't have time for them they don't have the money for them and i'm always like just like what like if if i have something that's not working like right now the rabbit is not is not turning over so i'm yeah. like why why is it why isn't it it's got an engine in it like why can't i make it work i'm always sure. thinking like that rather than Oh well, I'm I'm not dismissive like that. I'm not like, well, yeah. it's a forty something year old engine, like no wonder it's not working. I'm like, well, mm. why isn't it working? Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? That's my well, and those, that, that's the important stuff, you know, because like, I don't know. I just know a lot of people who are like, just won't try. Like, they won't. They're quick to say no, I can't do it, or like, 
right. whatever, take it to a person. Just try because mm. once you start trying, you'll really understand more about what you're doing and yeah. then you'll, you'll build up that confidence. And that confidence is a big deal. Yeah. Because yeah. that confidence, put, put, it pushes you into, you know, other realms when you start swapping engines and such. And like, I didn't know what I was doing at all with that right. six swap, not one bit. There was a hundred thousand things I do differently, but that car runs and drives. So yeah, that is a win in and of itself. Absolutely. And the other thing I wanted to ask was like, again, something that we ask everybody is who inspires you? Now you've already mentioned like, you aren't i don't know if you are as connected now with other people in the community but you said like at the very beginning like you you kind of stick to your own thing and do your own thing and you you know you've fairly recently got into this whole thing right in 2019 mm -hmm. was it yeah 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 who, who have you spoken to is sort of like inspired you in some way well it's interesting so it's a lot of different things uh i I personally go for a couple months, like I can, without doing much in the way of any wrenching. Like right. I, I kind of forget about my cars and I come back to them. It's like, oh yeah, I have this awesome garage full of cool <laughs> shit. Um, but a lot of that inspiration to get me back in the garage comes from stuff like this very show, believe it or not. I know that's cheesy, but uh, when this came out and I started listening to the podcast, I oh, was in the show. garage every day. <laughs> I was like listening, going, "What show is he talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah no, this show, podcast, this one, <laughs> the podcast." No way, yeah, man. It's like that helps me. Like, and it's not that I don't want to talk to these people. I just haven't. I would mm. love to meet Clint. He seems like a riot. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I'd love to meet Poplin. All these guys. Like, I, I, I loved meeting Derek. I had yeah. talked to him just here and there and going to meet him and flying out. And that was so fucking cool. I tell you what, I tell you what, when I, when we had Clint on episode, Oh fuck. What was it? Four twelve, I think it was episode 12, Clint, Billy and Bobby. And Clint said the most beautiful sentence. Um, and I'll <laughs> never forget it. Uh, there was there were many beautiful sentences, but the the one that stuck with me the most was when he was describing madness, uh, uh -huh. what madness, what to expect from madness, and yeah. I think this is true of just meeting anyone in the Volkswagen community. And he said this: he said going to madness is like going to see all of your best friends that you don't you don't even know are your best friends yet like i thought yeah. that was the most amazing way to put it and it's the same thing every time like i have a new guest on the podcast i'm like i've never spoken to these people i don't know what their voice is going to sound like um, sure. i don't know yeah. how they're going to come across but i bet you <laughs> we're going to be friends instantly and that is so true to this day everybody absolutely yeah it's been a joy. It, it, again, it goes back to the Volkswagens, maybe as a brand, maybe as the people who are, are into them. Uh, even that guy that has the 82 pickup that started the whole TikTok thing. Right. Maybe it was him. I mean, I, I talked to him for three hours. I didn't know him. Mm. You know That's what I mean? Mad, I mean it was, it? Yeah, it is. It's really cool, though. Wow. 
Uh, and yeah. uh, the last thing I wanted to, to ask you is what are your future plans like in general? Wow. I don't have any clue. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I, I usually from... have. Yeah, go on. Sorry, go ahead and ask what you were going to ask. Well, I was just saying, obviously, we were going through this, like, pandemic, and it's, you know, there's a lot of shit going on right now uh, sure. all over the world. Um, Absolutely. Everybody knows what it is. It's it's currently March 2022 um, at, at the time of recording this, and you can remember what was happening in March. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Fuel prices are going up right now, and this, that, and the other, and everybody's, like, freaking out a bit. But what are, what are your plans in the near future then? How about that? What are your, not your like long-term plans, but what are your, oh, I'm going to do this soon. I, I mean, I really want to get my yellow truck done. <laughs> I really do. That is a big, so, okay. My, my 95 F250 that I talked about earlier. Yeah. I, you know, when I, when I got back from the trip, I realized I, that was a very expensive trip that I didn't have the money to pay for. Right. So I still have some debt from that trip. <laughs> so, yeah, I know it's stupid. I, I realized that, but it was, I think it was worth the money. No. You know? Yeah. I, I'm laughing because it's just <clears throat> like that. That is, that's what I think all of us go through at some stage in this, this, uh, you know, Volkswagen life. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and what feels dumb is like how I prioritized these cars, you know, by buying a building and by spending money I don't have, which is, mm. I, I don't recommend doing that, but, uh, but yeah, like borrowing money, buying a place, you know, like it's, I'm so invested at this point, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, I'm working on rabbits. Like, holy shit, like, calm down. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like, just, okay, take a step back. Um, I forget where I was going with that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a question for you, right? I have a question. Sure. Another, another question, uh, two questions I've, I've thought of that I could, I could start asking people towards the end of the episodes. My yeah. first question is, what is your favorite air freshener? smell scent oh this is basic black ice i mean it's good it's not like i shouldn't have said that i don't know <laughs> what do you mean do you have you smelled the black ice air of freshers? course or a long long time ago yeah like the, those are pretty good so what about my the... uncle owns a car wash and i've i've smelled quite a few of them the yeah. leather's not bad there's like a new car smell it's a little eh. Yeah, well, uh, the, the leather the, um, one was better than I expected. <laughs> the uh, there's the company Sex Wax that makes surfboard wax, but they also have car air fresheners, and they are amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely need to get on that. Honestly, they have a really nice coconut one and pineapple one. Really, yeah. really, really nice smelling uh, scents for the car. Um, Do you think it'll cover up the smell of like ten thousand mice? <laughs> <laughs> you might need to get a few of them um in circulation okay. uh, all right <laughs> um and my uh what was my other question um i was asking about the air freshener and the last question that i was gonna say oh man what was it i had it on the tip of my tongue 
oh, this is going to annoy me. <laughs> this is going to annoy me. Okay, I well, there there was the other section I wanted to talk about, which was Room 102, but I realized that this is such a long episode. But it's, <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. I don't know mm-hmm. if you, because we talked earlier about Room 102. Um, did Basically, what that is, is Room 102 is based off of a show, a TV show here in the UK called Room 101, right? And it's where people would come on this talk show and they would say uh, what their bugbears are, or what grinds their gears, uh, little things like, and you would, you would put a case forward uh, to the host and you say, right, I really don't like this and it needs to go into room 101. And when it goes into, if it gets ro- into room 101, it gets banished from eternity for eternity. And, um, and yeah, like things like cancer, they're already in room 101. Do you know right, what I mean? These sure. are little yeah. things that piss you off. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, I do have one if, okay. uh, if we have the time for it. Go for uh, it. When, when people talk on the phone in the car. Yeah. Like if it's you and somebody like, this is terrible. My, my mother has a really bad habit. <laughs> okay. She will like, she, I've never seen anyone who talks on the phone as much as she does. Um, but she'll like wait until we get into like, if it's just her and I together, like she'll just like get in the car and like get on the phone. And then, like, have a whole, like, half an hour conversation with somebody. It's flamboyant. And she's laughing. And I'm, like, sitting there driving, like, oh, my God, get off the phone. That (laughs) really grinds my gears. Now, other people, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That just really annoys me. (laughs) Fair enough. Now, (laughs) what do you think about this? Because I was thinking about this today. And I was like, if I had to put something into Room 102, um, I'm only saying Room 102 because I was thinking like there might be a copyright issue here with Ru- if I said Room 101. <laughs> but yeah. um, if I was to put something <laughs> in the Room 102, it would be um, old people that drive dangerously when they reach a certain age. Now, let me yeah. explain. Let yeah. me explain. I don't know what that. it's like in the US. Probably the same. But I think when people reach a certain age, uh, age or elk um i think they i think a good idea would be to for them to retake their driving test i don't oh, know man. what people would think about that but honestly the i see some crazy driving elders where i live uh the other day i yeah. saw a woman just revving the shit out of this <laughs> tiny little this little car that she clearly was deaf or deaf, or, um, you know, she was hard of hearing, but she was literally revving it right up in the red. uh, And she was oblivious, but also driving very, very slowly, but just, it was really strange to see. Um, And just people driving dangerously slow. I think driving... Yeah, that's just as bad as going fast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, what do you think about that? uh for sure so i used to work <laughs> i used to work at a guitar store i worked oh, there right, for okay. six years uh and this was like a saturday just in the middle of the day mm. there was a like an amish bulk uh food supply store next to us and this lady was there she comes out of the store she gets in her car and i guess she thought she had the car in reverse hold on hold on was it was this this lady amish 
No, 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 she wasn't. She was just an older lady that was shopping there. I was going to say, how could an Amish person have a car anyway? <laughs> Guess I should have specified. <laughs> no, no, she was just shopping there. But she gets in her car, and I guess she thought she had it in reverse. Well, long story short, she didn't. <laughs> and she she ran her car into the front of the guitar store. Mm, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. She hopped the curb, hit a pole, and then kept going. I mean, it was a it was a thing. Like and you were, were you were working for like two that. weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. I was working the counter too, so I watched the whole thing. Happen. Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. Was, that was crazy. Well, yeah. there you go. I think we should put them in room one or two, so people get to a certain age and they don't know how to drive their cars anymore. You're going into room 102 and <laughs> people that have crazy long conversations on the phone whilst driving, you're going into room 102 as well. <laughs> yeah. See, now that I said that, it's like, Oh, it's like my mom that does that and nobody else that I know does that. It does so. sound very specific. <laughs> it yeah. Sound yeah. Very specific. It, it sounded better before I said it. And I'm like, okay, well, actually that's just my mom that does that. So. <laughs> Well, the classic one for me as well is people that let their kids run riot, like in the supermarket, and they just don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. That's or babies in the theater. You know, yeah. why is your baby at the movie theater? That's classic. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He likes 007. Really? <laughs> Fucking three months old. Okay. <laughs> Big Bond oh, fan, is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, well, man, like, this has been awesome. I feel like we could carry on for another couple of hours, but I, I, I'll invite you back and we, we can we can do another podcast in the future and we can talk about something else specific. And I'd love to have you back on the show. Yeah, it's, I would, I would really love cool. to. If, if you ever want me to retell a story, I know it's like I almost had to give abbreviated versions sure to like keep it in three hours (laughs) yeah no dude i would love to come back on the show awesome well that's what this podcast is all about right now it's about allowing people to come on and tell their story and i think you've done a brilliant job of that today so thank thank you you. for taking the time out and telling everybody uh like i said uh i'm gonna leave all your links everything we talked about will be in the show notes below uh when this episode comes out there'll be an instagram uh, post it, that people can go and have a look. It'll, there'll be an Instagram carousel. Hopefully, you can send me some photos that we'll put in a carousel so people can look uh, through photos of things that you, we've spoken about today. Yeah, absolutely. The post yeah. and of course, obviously, they'll they'll be able to go on your Instagram and we'll put the TikTok as well down below, as well as your YouTube channel, so they can go through and you know find out who you are and what you're about and. <laughs> actually see this the the story in person with not in person but they'll see the video which speaks volumes um so yeah look forward to that guys uh but yeah man thanks for coming on the show really appreciate it yeah no thank you for having me it's been great awesome well i'm gonna um go to bed now because it's quarter past (laughs) midnight and uh (laughs) oh my god but yeah no i'll be in touch with you and uh mate i hope you have a really good week i really do hey you too thank you awesome Mate, take care, and I'll uh, I'll speak to you soon. All right, that sounds great. Hey, thanks so much. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Yep, see ya. And there you go, guys. Another episode in the bank. That was James Cooper Ryder. What an awesome dude. I feel like I just made another friend, like, for life. <laughs> Such a cool dude. 
Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I know there's a lot of uh, talk about what's going on with the Mark One Motorworks and what's Mark One, uh, the Monster Rabbit, and all this. And all of your questions will be answered in a future podcast episode. Um, but uh, I should also say that we had some issues where we didn't really understand, but Aaron left in that episode like a quarter of the way through and we were very confused and we didn't know what was going on and we didn't hear from Aaron so uh yeah just wanted to clear that up it wasn't just you who noticed that but uh yeah we we uh we didn't know at the time why he left um but he did um but all, a lot of your questions about Mark One Motorworks and the Monster Rabbit podcast and the YouTube channel everything will be answered in a future podcast uh, so don't worry about that uh, but yeah, just in short, it is just me operating this and it always was. So um, yeah, it's just the Monster Rabbit is now the name for absolutely everything and it will not change. Um, so yeah, Aaron is no longer with us on the, on the podcast, on the YouTube channel. It's just myself now. Nonetheless, uh, we'll talk about that in uh, detail in another episode. I hope you enjoyed uh, the episode today. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to James. He's, again, such a dude, and I feel like I've made a friend for life. And uh, I really want to go over there and visit his little farmhouse, uh, firehouse, sorry. Uh, I want to see all, his, uh, all of his vehicles and stuff. That'd be really cool. One day, you may. But uh, no, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, really appreciate you. Uh, in the next episode, I'll be interviewing a guy called Matt. And uh, he goes by the name Rado Matt on Instagram. So look forward to that. That'll be next Thursday. Uh, but until then, uh, thanks for listening. Let's uh, keep it positive and let's keep encouraging each other. Okay, thanks guys. Take care.